Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jonathan Doe, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Sick on cinema. I am one half of your. We almost realized that one day, death shall come for us all. And instead of running and hiding, we should stare deep into the void. For in those moments, we shall realize that our destiny is the grave. John? I'm here to have Matt. <laughs> I guess. Um, that was heavy. Um, We're in for a holly jolly episode. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't realize it was going to fall on Thanksgiving until the week of. Yeah. I mean, it's after Thanksgiving now. Yeah, it's Black Friday. It's, it's Black Friday. The yeah. day where we all go broke. Yeah, I sure Boy, did. did I go broke. <laughs> uh, bought a bunch of shit. Fuck you, Severin. <laughs> God damn it. Not fuck That's mean. Yeah, don't do I that. I love Severin. But damn, man. How many years in a row are we going to do this? Apparently every year. Every year. Midnight well, comes. And I'm like, here we go, boys. Going to get me some new titles. Yep. <sighs> the side's down. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's just uh, everybody's coming in at one time. It's it's bogging down the servers. It'll be all right. Let's just give it a few minutes. Refresh it. <sighs> yep. Four hours later. I did it! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I literally waited until the next day because... You were smart. I should have. Nothing I bought was limited, so I don't know why the hell I didn't just wait. Uh, nothing I bought was limited either. Like, I just bought, like... Um, I bought Killing of America. Killing in America! <laughs> and I'm not going to say what the other one is because it's for the show. For the show. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had no fucking problem with vinegar syndrome at all. No, vinegar's always great. <laughs> it's always wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's my money. See you later. That was probably my most expensive order, though. Yeah, mine too. By a country yeah. mile. And I got less stuff there. Yeah, I got three. Yeah, I got <laughs> six. <laughs> also, I uh, got Sam Hell stuff. Yeah. yeah He's got... having a Black Friday sale, which is probably still going as you hear this. Yeah. So... I think so is Severin and vinegar syndrome. It'll go all weekend. Yeah. 
Um, and if you're a fan of the show, which you probably are since you're listening to it, yeah, or you're just checking it out for the first time. But anyways, we at the very beginning of our revamped version of yeah. Second Cinema, our redo, if you will, our remake, <laughs> yeah, the, the return, the resurrection. Uh, <laughs> the first episode was Anthony uh, Anthony Wong. Anthony Wong and uh, uh, the hell was the director's name? Herman Yao. Yep. Uh, and we covered the Ebola syndrome, and lo and behold, yep. vinegar syndrome has dropped Ebola syndrome in 4K. <laughs> so what I'm just going to go ahead and say is if you listen to that episode and it sounded interesting and you cannot find a copy of it, mm-hmm. go get that. It's well worth it. It's a great movie. It's batshit crazy. Now we have the untold story and Ebola syndrome yep. out in the world. Let's get Taxi Hunter. The movie's yep. great. And let's get a lot of the other like notorious Cat Three films out there. Yeah, Doctor Lamb. I, I don't know if I, like I probably shouldn't say this on air because I uh, want to buy this myself and don't want anyone to <laughs> get it before I do. Yeah. But I found a copy of There's a Secret in My Soup that looks like a legit edition oh, of wow. it from like. But I think it might be the same people who did the Men Behind the Sun mm. DVD. So a sus DVD. So it's sus <laughs> in the sense that's going to be like dubbed over. And, yeah. But I found that, That's and cool. I was like, that is "Holy cool. shit!" Yeah, I, I almost didn't. I almost didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> I was yeah, like, man, "Don't buy that, please." Yeah, but don't buy that. Don't buy it. I mean, it might be shit. So, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not listening. You're not listening. <laughs> I also have to get a new shelf, bro. Yeah, you do. Look at this. Yeah, it's no, no, no one can see this, but there's movies upon movies that if they fall, my life is over. Precariously teetering yes. <laughs> on the edge of a blue of a Blu-ray shelf. But I don't know where I would put them yeah. right now. You gotta clean this shit out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Hope everybody's having a good one. Yeah. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. If you're American. Yes. If you're not, then well. Hope you had a good day. <laughs> hope, you, hope, you, hope you had a good Black Friday stuff. You got in on that. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's just an American thing. I don't know. Uh, it is, but I think anybody can get in on the Black Friday yeah. if you want to pay the shipping charges. That's a thing. Yeah. Thanks, government. Thank you. <laughs> Severin, yeah. I hear, is the worst when it comes to like international shipping. Yeah. Very expensive, I hear. <laughs> that's like uh, our boy Spooky Celluloid. Yeah. He was talking about shipping Jonathan Doe's movie, uh, The Degenerates, and yeah. it was like forty dollars for like the just the just the like DVD of it. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I it, might, it might be more. I'm not sure, but. And we um, are now freaking steamrolling towards Christmas. Yep. Which means we have a very special episode planned yeah. in the future for Christmas. Very excited about it. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! God damn it's it! It's gonna be bad. It is gonna be bad, but it's gonna be fun too. So. Yeah. But that's all for the future. We'll we will uh, announce that when it's ready. Yeah. Uh, but for now, I guess it's time to get into the episode. Yes. Um. But what I will say uh, to anyone who is new to the show, if you just want to get to the movie section, just probably fast forward like an hour. Probably. <laughs> probably. We're gonna try our best. We're, we're long winded, and we love our our listeners. Yeah. And they ask us some awesome questions. So we're but, gonna try. Yeah. Because I, I, Lord knows, I don't want to sit here for four hours. <laughs> yeah, you haven't ate yet. <laughs> I haven't ate, and my this chair is not a comfortable chair. No, it's a piece of shit. But so Lord knows, I don't want to be here for that's four what hours. I should have bought for Black Friday. But a chair. <laughs> yeah. That and speakers for this damn thing. But instead, I was like, movie, 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 movie. Yeah. Uh. I do. I do done all all three of those. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. You know. I always like the Black Friday sales. It's fun. Last year I got like like three things. Yeah, I and got. This year, oh, I got nine. These boxes <laughs> are gonna be thick, son. <laughs> thick. 
thick. Thick. Filled to the brim with Fulci and Diodato. Oh, did you mention that? House on the Edge of the Park? House on the Edge of the Park. Yeah. For Which, fans of, like, extreme disturbing cinema, yeah. this is a good Black Friday, man. Oh, yeah. House on the Edge of the Park, Ebola Syndrome, Night of the Demon, which is not necessarily disturbing, but, you know, notorious. It's a video nasty. Yeah. So, damn, you know, good stuff. Yeah, heavy heavy hitters. And Sam Hell's having a Black Friday sale with a new White Gardena yeah. title. And as well as a Blu-ray. It was, this is like a surprise. It was like a Blu-ray of Green Hell. Green Hell, so. If you're into extreme cinema, you know, good you're in the right place. Yeah. It's a good weekend for it, too. <laughs> I went fucking broke. Oh, my God, I did, too. I don't even want to talk about much money I spent. <laughs> That's okay. Christmas gifts. Yeah, me, too. One of mine came bent today, goddammit. Uh, they just, it literally had a sticker on the back of it that said, do not bend. They bent, and it. they folded it like a taco and shoved it in the mailbox. <laughs> I hate, I hate this town so much. It's just like, it's it's the fucking worst. It is the worst sometimes. Or like, I remember you got like comic books back like, in the day. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's the reason why you stopped collecting. I did, them, yeah, <laughs> was because they just kept bending the shit out of them. They were bagged and boarded, and they would bend it and put it in the mailbox. Uh. Just take it to the, po- the post office. Yeah, I'll come pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not that big of a deal. But we probably should get into listener questions. <laughs> yeah, so let's get it. Let's get into that so we can. Questions, comments, yeah. and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail dot com, or you can wait to the week of the show, which we are a biweekly podcast. If you don't know, yeah, and we will post a lovely little post picture poster, whatever you want to call it, uh, that says we are taking questions, and you can ask away. In the comments below. Yes. And we got several <laughs> this yep. week. Yeah, thank you all. The most we've ever had, so. This is crazy. <laughs> Let's get going. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Drinking some coffee. Apparently he's homophobic. <laughs> yeah, he is. Wow. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, he's, he says some real bad shit. Damn. Da baby. Anyways. <laughs> Joshua Fat Attack asks... What underground extreme film would you like to see get the Criterion Collection treatment? Underground extreme horror. Ooh boy. Um one of the one of the ones up there for me is Begotten. Begotten was the one I thought of immediately cuz like it kind of fits that art house aesthetic yeah. anyways. You know, I want to say like this might I don't know if it's too much for Criterion per se. I mean, they put out some rough shit. But like even like like even though I just bought it on Blu-ray Killing of America. Killing in the name. I just rewatched it. It's so fucking good. It is good. Um, yeah, Begotten is the big one for me because yeah. I, I just feel like that is just, it's made, tailor made for, yeah. you know, the uh, Criterion Collection. Also, a Blu ray of Sweet Movie would be cool. It would be. Um, what else? Uh, what about, uh, I'm not supposed to see Criterion, but some just wild shit. Some <laughs> of those Japanese filthy films. Oh, God. That would be cool. <laughs> uh, what. W- who was it that said that uh, Fair in a Cage should be Criterion? It could be. Yeah. I mean, it kind of fits that same aesthetic, you know. I want to see them put up Violated Angels. That would be cool, yeah. Because um, it's like it's a Japanese film based on the Richard Speck crimes. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know, the, I don't know sure. if they would. That's Lost for sure. and <laughs> I don't know if they put that. Well, maybe. Maybe, man. Like, I mean, Sweet Movie does have the poo-poo. They eat the poo-poo in they the Sweet the Movie. And Solo. <laughs> yeah. Based. <laughs> fascism, fascism is when they eat the poo poo. Based, based. Like even though like Mondo Macabro is, does a great job of putting out stuff. Like I also would love to see like Alucard. Alucard would be really. That cool. movie's so fucking good. I don't know. Begotten is the big one to me. I was yeah. Like I think that actually fits their collection perfectly. They have a lot of fucked up shit in their in their collection. Or though. just a Blu-ray of Man by His Dog would be nice. Yeah, Pink Flamingos. 
Did they not put out Bangville Mangos? Mm-hmm. Not yet. That's the one they haven't got, huh? Yeah, they've put out almost everything else. Desperate besides, Living? I don't think so. They've not got Desperate Living. M- m- most of the, like, the Divine like era stuff. They got Multiple Maniacs. Yeah. Uh, female Trouble. Yeah. Uh, Pearl of Polyester. Mm-hmm. And I think they did another one. Clarice? Get your goofy ass back in here. Stam cast, where are God? <laughs> On God. Or right. they did like the August Underground trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are uh, they have significance in the film history. Yeah, they do. I, know, I mean, like bringing pseudo snuff to the forefront. Also, like stuff like Irreversible. Ir- Irreversible would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Because, I stand alone. Yeah. Um, which they had Gaspar Noe in the Criterion, like like uh, was it Closet? Yeah, the Criterion yeah. Closet, which is not as good as the Severin Seller. So the Severin Seller is more goofy. It's funner. Yeah, <laughs> they actually talk about the movies. My favorite Criterion Closet though was Flying Lotus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He at one point he picks up a the Blu-ray of Solo. He's like, oh man, that's cool. And he's like, do I need this? No, I don't think I need to see this in high definition. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs it. In high no. The Criterion delivered. They, they did. <laughs> that uh, you did. They should put up Freddy Got Fingered. What about like Men Behind the Sun? <laughs> Just ignored what I said. <laughs> no, I heard you. <laughs> I chose to ignore you. Uh, I mean, th- I think the animal cruelty might pull that, though. Maybe. I don't know. Which, again, that might be why they haven't put up Pink Flamingos, either. But at this point, anything's up there. Cause it's like, possession? Possession would be awesome. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect them to put out, like, the Cronenberg stuff. Yeah. But they did, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. And put out some really cool editions of the Cronenberg films. Yeah, I, I got Videodrome. Videodrome, yeah. <laughs> Videodrome is so fucking good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. They, um, could, they could do Uncle Goddamn. <laughs> God, no. Traces of death. <laughs> Honestly, like even the, the CG might hold it back a little bit, but like Ichi the Killer, Ichi the Killer would be cool. Anything Mike. yeah. Bird People of China. That's not an extreme film at all. No, it's just a Mike film. I love. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. There, there's a lot of like really good movies that I think should get the Criterion treatment. Elephant's one. Elephant. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. cool. But I don't know if that's gonna happen because isn't HBO... there another HBO one that's like a really fucked up Paradise Lost? But yeah, that'd be a, a really cool one. Yeah. Um, oh, what is the name of it? What is it? I'm trying to think of it. It's like it's like, it's a documentary, Child of Rage. I Child think. Child of Rage. Is I think one. it's them. Yeah. Well, that one, that one's pretty rough. That is one. Teen um, Gun Foley's. I I found out the, the the director does not want that to be out. Oh, kind of like Green Elephant. Yeah. Well, they did Green Elephant. That'd be wild. It would be wild. Right? Uh, people would be mad. I think maybe they could. Get- they eat the boo boo. They they eat, it's I mean, it, would, it would fit right into their collection. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of films they about eating so, poo There's a lot of movies in their collection about eating poo poo. Eating poop, man. Why? <laughs> I don't I know. I never thought about that, but they eat the poo poo. They use their dicks as big toys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Terrible God. video, but hilarious at the same time. Yeah, ter- <laughs> fucking asshole, man. But uh, we thank you, Joshua Fat Attack. Yes. For the question. We moving on to Spooky Celluloid. Hey, it's the boy. <laughs> I've recently got back into anime. Hell yeah. Weeb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you guys kind of enjoy anime due to Matt's username. Yes. Weeb. I made that like years ago, bro. <laughs> Mine is too. Mine is also an anime. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> what is your favorite horror slash extreme anime? Hentai counts. Oh. If you um, want to go down the hentai rabbit hole. Oh God! Don't bring up, don't bring up Guru again, please. I got some titles for you. Don't you want up. some Guru? Fuck your life! I got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not as much into the into anime stuff as I used to be, but um, 
Yeah, like I bought like Bacano. Bacano is a great anime. Yeah, it's brutal, really gnarly. Um, it's about like people that can like. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, but it's like people that can like. They're like immortal. Yeah, and they ride this train. Yeah, and they'll have like different like they've come from different like they basically lived different lives. Yeah, and there's this thing called the Rail Tracer that like picks them off one by one who can kill them. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's a wild story. It's been a long time since I've seen it though. Uh, Gungrave. Gungrave's a cool horror anime. Um, Elfin Lied is. Eh. It's got some gnarly shit in it. What's that one? Um, was it Corpse Party? Corpse Party. I never actually like watched that one, but I've heard of it. I played the the game. Yeah. It's, it's pretty gnarly. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. Um, another. I you know I didn't watch another. It's basically Final Destination the anime. Yeah, and there's also what is like when when the cicada cries or something like that. Yeah, that's like chibi cutesy anime, and they like <laughs> die super violently and torture them and stuff. Oh, uh, what was that one? Like, I don't think it's like brutal, but Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Uh, what that about uh, what was it Dead Man's Wonderland? Uh, I don't think I know that one. Oh, excuse me, sorry, I've been drinking Coke all goddamn day. <laughs> Your cat is going ape shit. I know. She heard the. the the click of the button on our uh, recorder and was like, all right, <laughs> time to go ape shit. Let's go. Uh, what is some more? Uh, now and then, here and there. <laughs> Just love these eyes. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> it's like a war anime and there's a pretty nasty rape scene in it. Oh, good lord. Um, Akira's pretty fucking yeah, Akira's crazy. Gnarly. I love that one. Kite. Yeah, I've heard of Kite. Uh, there's a hentai and a non-hentai version of it. Yeah. Um, oh, how did I not think about this one? Fucking Midori. Midori, yes. Yeah, Midori. Midori's really good, too. Did you watch Midori? Not yet, it's but good. I know it's fucking brutal. It's it's good, too. Um, what are some other? <laughs> it was another one of those ones that became a TikTok trend. Yeah. And people <laughs> I were like, wish I never watched Midori. It's like, well. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's like, well, why, why'd you watch it then? Yeah. Why didn't that you not look it up? It gets on my fucking nerves. But anyways, yeah. think of some more uh, anime before I get into the hentai. Until I get into the real nasty shit. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. I uh, like Perfect think... Blue. Yeah, Perfect Blue. It's fucking good. I need, to watch, I need to watch that one. Was it Ninja Scroll? Ninja Scroll's yeah. got some pretty gnarly shit in it. Uh, Are you ready for the real seedy shit? No, hang on. <laughs> um, oh, God. Again, like... This is going to be an odd choice because it is, you know, it's very loved. It's it's fucking beloved, but it's fucking brutal at times. And it's a Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. But they bitch out on that one by having everybody come back to life. Oh, well, yeah. That's the problem. Except the... for the one scene that'll haunt me to the end of my days where Cell drains a motherfucker to death. <laughs> he did. He, he, he turns him into just skin. Yeah, he skins him, basically. It, it's disgusting. But it's now fucking brutal. Now you're ready for the CD shit. Yes, get on with it. <laughs> well, of course, you got the classic. You got Bobble Black. Which I don't know anything about which that. It's all about witchcraft and, like, okay. they got, like, blood sacrifice to, like, do magic. And there's chicks with dicks and there's uh, fucking uh, <laughs> rape and murder and all that gnarly shit. Huh. Uh, there's La Blue Girl, which is, like, one of the first ones to use the tentacles. Oh, no. Yeah. Not the tentacles. <laughs> but the one that I would recommend people, it's based on a visual novel, and it is wholeheartedly fucked, <laughs> oh God. is uh, Euphoria. 
Euphoria. Yes, it's a what they call an OVA, which is essentially like a mini series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the second half is not very good, but the first half is whoo. It's about these like teenagers that wake up in this room, mm-hmm. and they're forced to like commit these like acts. And if they don't do it, they get electrocuted to death. Okay. And there's rape, there's murder, there's there's water sports, there's scat. <laughs> Besides bondage. The, besides the last two, the last two or three things you said, just kind of sounds like a red room. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit like red room, but like with like eating the poo poo. Trying to drink coffee, bro. <laughs> like there's a scene where like she's just like squatted over this guy's mouth and just like oh. just dumps right in it. <sighs> we'll be watching more of that not too long from now. Hell yeah, eat the poo poo. They eat the poo poo. This episode's been very poo poo heavy. <laughs> well, uh. If I'm not mistaken, like not not next episode, I don't think, but like when the episode's not long after that, there is going to be some poo poo eating. There's poo poo eating in this episode. Oh, oh yeah, there is. <laughs> there's a lot of poo poo. It's like it's like a synchronicity. Like we talk about poo poo eating, and also now there's just poo poo eating everywhere. Gross. <laughs> uh, again, I'm not gonna king shame. Nah, I'm but, not gonna king shame either. But you know, but I will say is just be careful. There's some shouts out for y'all, spooky. Yeah. Enjoy your anime. Go to your anime cons. <laughs> run like Naruto. Run like run like Naruto. Uh, cosplay. Cosplay. Carry a big ass sword. <laughs> color your hair funky colors. Be socially awkward. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you catch that last? <laughs> one? Yep, I got you. <laughs> I get. Uh, well, I'm going to throw out there real fast. Like this has nothing to do with like shows or anything. Mm-hmm. But there is a wrestler right now whose name oh, is yeah. Kid Bandit. Kid Bandit. I swear to God, he. They call themselves the. Uh, the protagonist of professional wrestling, and they look just like it. they walked out of an anime. They did. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> they tweeted out a, a thing the other day, made me laugh my ass off. They're like, for context, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, his catchphrase is "cowboy shit." Yes, so everybody chants "cowboy shit" to him. Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> Kid Bandit was like, when I go to a show and everybody just chant "femboy shit" at me. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Oh my god. But, but yeah, yeah, Kid Band is great. Go, go follow them on Twitter. They're great, yeah, or Instagram, whatever. Instagram, whatever you want to do. Uh, thank you, Spooky. Yes, we're moving on to the Gore Hound. Hell yeah! Who simply asks, "Scene that messed you up the most in a Surasaki film?" Well, um, we've gotten a good taste of Surasaki's work, and we've got a nice array of Surasaki. Um, I still think like. Well, I think it's the first rare movie, mm-hmm. rare dead person. Like, I watched some of it. I didn't because it was like on like a website, so I got to watch some of it. Um, there's a there's a fucking woman. I think it's like a teenage girl, and she's like, but she was murdered and she's decomposing like fucking badly. Yeah, it's like on the I think it's on the, the cover of one of them. That one's really bad, and in junk films. Like, uh, like the real, like, heavy, like, gore stuff doesn't bother me as much. Decomposition really bothers me. Yeah, you have a problem with decomp. It's so gross. I can't do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they dig a bunch of graves and... Yeah. We'll just a bunch a, of slum. Yeah, we're never going to get into that one. Yeah. I was like, whew. Gross. There's many questions I have, but <laughs> like I said, we'll get to yeah. that. I don't know. Like, to me, like, for, like, Sirisaki, like, of course he, like, he captures some truly explicit shit. Haunting stuff, too. But, like, to me, what he excels at more than anything is, like, his editing. Yeah. And, like, creating a certain feeling. 
Yeah. Like the one in junk films, which again, you know, when we review junk films, we'll get into it in more detail. Yeah. Uh, that I thought was like maybe the most disturbing was the guy that hung himself. Yeah. You know, just the way it's shot very voyeuristically with the music. Yeah, it's it, it's very it's almost creepy. Yeah, at times, but yeah, so that one like, was gnarly. Uh, the tongue, <laughs> woo. the guy taking the sword to his tongue was pretty rough. Which is also in the wasteland. It is in the wasteland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eating a poo poo. <laughs> Didn't enjoy that too much. Uh, that's paranoid garden. Which yeah, got some opinions about that one. We and get eating a poo poo. Didn't like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not ready for poop eating this week, okay? Like I was, I was, I was ready to see a bunch of dead people. <laughs> but not eating poo-poo? Not eating poo-poo. Yeah. I was not ready for that. I love that this has just become the thing now. It's like just poo-poo. They eat the poo-poo. Poo-poo! <laughs> We're not calling it shit or dung or Clarice? crap. Get your goofy ass. What are you? Oh, my God. I'm a... mm. <laughs> but, uh, this cat's gone crackhead mode anyway. The one scene in junk film too that always got me was when they flip the guy over and his head is like literally like bifurcated, <laughs> like it's just in half. It looks like again, I don't want to be disrespectful because you know this guy's dead, but it looks like the the thing from Stranger Things. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like the thing. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it is gnarly, dude. It's Brent's so spot bad. On. Hello, Clarice. My cat's making an appearance on the show. She is now the third host. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Gorehound. Yeah, thank you. He's got an early collection, too, by the way. Oh, my God, yeah, we were go- we were going through it the other night and being like, this is some wild shit. Mm-hmm. And also, fucking fluids. Fluids. Fucking mint. <laughs> On vinyl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fluids. <laughs> fluids is fucking heavy. They're gross. They're album covers. I don't know there. how I feel about them, but they're fucking gnarly, so. Yeah. Uh, they're also edge, they're massive edge lords online. They are. <laughs> they, they're they're kind of like Derek Lewis of the American metal world, to be honest. Yeah, with you. <laughs> they're like he's okay. Uh, they really are. Like, no, he's not. For the, for their they had a Black Friday sale too, which I I wanted to get in on, but I I wanted, I got movies instead. Mm-hmm. But um, they posted a picture of someone who had like cheek implant surgery that had just gone wrong and became infected. It was like Black Friday sale, and it got took down, and they're like the Zuck got us. <laughs> We yeah. got we got zucked. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like Black Friday sale. So here's a new here's a new photo. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. So shouts out. And I saw him post something the other day. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna, I have something in my collection that's like super rare that I've not seen many people talk about. And I'm like, Oh, if you got that fucking interest stuff. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you, Gorehound. Next up is Orbix Music. Oh, what doth laugh? Yes, and some. Heavy, heavy questions. You are. I'll um, tell you what do with life. What? The new music video, Deerum, by yeah. Orbix Music, is now live on YouTube that I had a hand in editing. <laughs> yep, I was a supervisor. Yes, using uh, Fantastic Planet? Yes. I always want to call it Forbidden Planet. I know that's Forbidden like... Forbidden Planet. pretty sure that's something completely different. I don't know what Forbidden Planet is. I think is. it's a Corman film, maybe. I think it might be. Yeah. Fantastic Planet's a weird one. It is a very weird movie. I think we might end up covering that one day, it's eventually. It's just, it's just weird enough. Yeah, so go to YouTube.com. Yes. Look up Orbix Music. Dot Orbix. Dot Orbix. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, watch Deerum. And uh, if you like what you hear, buy the album, because yes. it's really good. Again, it's not actually like sponsored or anything. No, he's no. just He's a friend of he's ours. He's a friend of ours, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've worked with him a bunch. Yeah. I've he, done... Th- Four music videos for him? Yeah, I, I've done... I directed... I uh, helped... I co-directed one. That's yeah. like a like, actual, like, we shot stuff for it. Yeah. Then I've edited three using movies. I did one for him as well, and uh, 
I helped with this latest one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's just a really good friend of ours. So, yeah, if you like his stuff, go 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 support him. Yeah, really good electronic shit. Yep. I should never drink Coke before an episode. I'm fucking stupid. Why did you do this? <sighs> fucking stupid. I done told you this. <laughs> <laughs> I answered your question before you asked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, next up is Andrew Roboto. Mr. Roboto. If you can have a nice, fancy dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would you like to go with? Oh... Hmm. Now is this also like supposing that like, um, like language barriers aren't a thing? Uh, I would assume so. Because if like if if we're going in the real world, where it's like they may be dead or alive, but they still don't speak your language. Yeah, that's going to change my answer quite quite dramatically. <laughs> yeah, because like if language isn't a thing, and like you know we're going in fantasy land. Yeah, you know we're we're living in the or or uh, fantasy world. Yeah. It'd be probably like Takashi Miike. Yeah. Um, or Kiro Taco Sirisaki would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, the, the two that come to my, the three that come to my mind are George Romero. Yeah. Uh, come on, brain. Don't do this. Not right now. Not Wait, now. Why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, George Romero, Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee would be really cool. And uh, John Waters. Ooh. Yeah. I did with I just, I just I just wanted to like talk with him and pick his brain a little bit. Yeah. Cuz listen to him talk about how he didn't know what editing was until like his third movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's good. I, He's like we just filmed and whatever we filmed that was the movie. I fucking love John Waters. Like you made three movies before you figured that out. That's, That's insane. Brilliant. That's brilliant. They literally it's fucking insane. His story rock as it gets, man. It, it's so crazy because it's like Oh, we're just going to film stuff with our friends, and now he's regarded as like one of the he's a cult icon. Yeah, one of the king, the king of cults. Yeah, so the Pope of Trash. The Pope of Trash. I fucking love his movies. I recently bought Polyester too from yeah. Criterion. It's a good movie. Yeah, they came with the smell card. That is awesome. So I'm excited. Um, also, Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent first of all, Price. Vincent Price was a good cook. Yeah, he would make the food. Yeah. He make make the damn food for and if you. You can, you can watch an episode of him on the Muppets where he talks about nice food. Yes, fancy food. So yeah, I mean somewhat, somewhat, it's somewhat before like, uh, oh. before something starts eating fucking gas. <laughs> what does he keep saying? Oh, I don't. Oh, know. <laughs> oh it tastes good or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's eating everything. It's fucking great. <laughs> Muppets are great. Muppets are great. Grace. Grace. Thank you, Andrew Roboto. Yeah, thank you so much. Next up is Sarah Crew 2. If you're going to cover this later in the episode, you can put it in, put it then, slash skip it, but I'm wondering what you think about the morality behind Sarasaki's work. I know some people don't like his work because they find it exploitive, and some appreciate it for its rawness. Personally, I think it's important to educate ourselves on these things because he showcases a lot of truth that most people would want to hide, especially in the case of Rosco. Now's the perfect time to talk about it, Azini. Yeah. So we can go ahead and jump right into discussing Sarasaki and, like, you know, the the morality morality behind it and, like, whether or not it's exploitation or not. I don't see it as any different than just taking crime scene photos. Yeah, for sure. It where crime scene photos are used to document a you know a crime for evidence, but is there any difference between them taking those photos for them to later be used in true crime books? Yeah. Than someone you know just filming you know like a car wreck. It is interesting like too because like there does feel like there's two like styles of Sarasaki. Yes. Where they're like there's like. 
Orozco. Yeah. And the Wasteland, mm-hmm. which are, you know, very interesting and trying to showcase certain aspects of the world that are kind of hidden away in the dark. Yeah. And then there's, like, Rare Dead Person. Yeah. Which is just shockumentaries. Yeah, it's it's literally uh, literally just, like, document of stuff for shock. For shock yeah. value's sake. Yeah. Which I, I kind of hate to say that for, because it, there is artistic merit to it. Yeah. Because it, it is like it, it, it's, hard, it's hard to put words. You know, I would argue here. that like a rare a dead person, yeah, is more exploitative than say even junk films. Yeah, because it does he does feel like a gun for hire on something like that than he does yes. like junk. Where junk feels like something he sought out to create. Yeah, I I agree. I mean that's kind of I feel like that's what I was trying to say, but I can't make words in brain. <laughs> brain no work. Brain like Severin Cell yesterday. Brain lag five oh two bad gateway. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we, we we do love you, Severin. Yes, but Just yeah, um, picture shit. You know I don't know. You know it's like it's definitely nowhere near as exploitive as say Traces of Death or Faces no. of Gore. Which is just like, here's a guy committing suicide. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Or even like the Band in America or, yeah. Band from, was it uh, Band from Television series? Yeah. yeah, you can't do that on television. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> By God. Where, where Surasaki seems like he's trying to say something with his work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, in Junk, there is definitely a narrative to that. Or more like, maybe not a narrative, but an arc. Yeah, where like he's he's starting here and he's getting us to this moment. Like the way, the way junk films would probably disappoint a lot of people. Yeah, but I think it's the perfect cap to that tale. You know what I mean? Yeah, like honestly, when it came to the junk films, like I thought it was going to be something like rare. Yeah, and was you know surprised by you know it's almost like somber attitude towards death. Yeah, well, same thing with the Roscoe. Exactly. Yeah, because you hear people talk about. I guess we I guess we can say that for the rest of the show, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably wait before I get into all that. Get too deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're just talking about just the moral aspect of Sarasaki's work. I don't see a problem with it for say. No. I, no. I don't have a problem with most of that stuff to be honest with you because it's like it is morbid. It's morbid, and it's you know it's not for everybody, and it's no you know there's definitely there's always going to be a layer of exploitation to it. It just is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're profiting off death. Yeah. I mean. But again, what I, like what I said earlier, like if you go through my collection of books, I'm sitting over here of like just just heinous crimes, you're just going to see picture upon picture of dead bodies. Yeah, is that any different than what Sarasaki's doing? No, I don't think so. Not necessarily. No. If anything, like I do think some of the books I have in my collection are probably way more exploitive. <laughs> probably, yeah. Than uh, <laughs> anything like, I said, like we watch Traces of Death. I get a kick out of them. Yeah. They're way more exploitive as well. Oh, yeah. The, I would say they're pretty damn exploitive. They're not art, really. No. <laughs> there's nothing artistic about them, necessarily. It's even like Uncle Goddamn. Yeah. Like, Uncle Goddamn. There's no death in Uncle Goddamn, but it's just them torturing the fuck out of it's someone. It's abuse. Essentially. Yeah, it's abuse on camera. And, I mean, I, I don't necessarily see that as much of, you know, I don't know, the, the morality is just, it, it's, it's odd. Yeah. It's also something, too, it's just, like, people don't like to see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one likes to be, like, as I said with our uh, intro this week, you know, being yeah. confronted with death, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. it scares the shit out of people, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> like, and, you know, for good reasons. But, like, to me, like, Surasaki, like, 
portrays it in such a more realistic way. I know that's going to sound weird because it's all real. Yeah. Trace's death and all that. It's all real. But, like, you know, when you're watching um, Traces of Death, you're hearing music and you're watching, you know, cut, 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 cut. Yeah. Where Surasaki stays there. He films it. He shows it. He, you know, the whole process of it, you know. That, to me, like, causes people to, like, have a almost more visceral reaction yeah. than even, like, a Traces of Death. Because in Traces of Death, you just, you know, fuck, sometimes it's harder to even remember what happened in I'd a see, Traces of Death. I'd see, like, I feel like I'm bringing, I brought these up way, way too often. But it's, like, even, like, the mixtape stuff. Mixtapes, yeah. Yeah, for like, sure. a lot of them, they don't focus in on one thing for too long. Yeah. They flip back and forth between different stuff, different things. Whereas, you know, something like Junk or Roscoe or, or The Wasteland, it's just like, it lingers on these shots longer than you probably want it to. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't have the same attitude of like, oh, look, this is death. It's so scary. Yeah, he just fucked up. Yeah. Where Sarasaki's like, this could is more likely going to happen to you someday. This is death. Yeah, this is. Here it is. This is death. This is do with it what you will. This is death. Yeah. You know what I mean. Take it how you want to. It's it, for him. For his stuff is more art. Yeah. Than just like. But I will say Look at like this. you know like and I've not seen Rare, but I know of yeah. Rare and in Death Farm and stuff like that. Yeah. That does seem to be almost still in his style, but more traces of death ish. Yeah. Um. It's definitely more for shock value yeah he 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 seems to have what i saw less in, involvement in it as far as like the creative aspect of it yeah it's more of just him filming and then them edit, editing it together exactly but again it's also baroque so yeah <laughs> so there you go you know they've, they've done a lot of fucking weird shit yeah not a broke house but just baroque, baroque. yeah um yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you, Sarah Crew, too. Hopefully we gave you a proper answer and not just rambled like a couple of fucking idiots like we are. I feel like I'm stuttering all over the place today. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's a little uh, breeders for you. Oh, shit, what have I done? What have you done? I went backwards. Go, Go back. I want to be monkey. Go back. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I gotta get back to where we were. Uh-oh. <laughs> Won't take no second. <laughs> Technical, All right, we're technical back. difficulties. JK, bitch. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to say it every week, but you know how people that use their name. JK, bitch asks, what are some movies that you thought had a good message but didn't pull it off due to poor directing, poor script, etc.? Just started watching Muzani. Yeah. And it seemed to go for some sort of criticism on the porn industry. Probably didn't help their case to have a minute-long graphic scene of a man drinking menstrual blood out of a girl's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> um, I love Muzanio. I do too. <laughs> um, the one that comes to mind at first is American History X. American History X. Oh my god. I um, love that movie. Yeah. The message does get muddled quite a bit towards the end. It's like, see, racism is bad, okay? Yeah, you can change. You can become a better person. Now, I feel bad for the white supremacists getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> Sock, like, nah. It's like, come on. Or maybe it's like, everybody can be racist. Yeah. It's like, we get it. Yes. But, come on now. Yeah. Don't cop out like that at the final moments. Yeah, come on. Also, like, as much as I fucking love this movie, Cannibal Holocaust is definitely at fault. <laughs> yeah, Diodato, uh does come off as an old man yelling at clouds in that movie a little bit. 
<laughs> even though he wasn't an old man. Not yet. But because uh, he's like Mondo movies. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck you, you, you exploit of sons of bitches. Let's kill this pig. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna kill shit to show how you are bad. I'm gonna do exactly what you did to show how you did it bad. <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna do exactly what you did to show you're wrong. <laughs> We do the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I try to ignore that, though. I it's still that, a great movie. Yeah. And so is American History X. Like, it doesn't make them bad movies. Yeah. Necessarily. It's just their message kind of gets lost in translation yeah. a little bit. But I do wonder if that's as much on the script or what. Like, American well, History X is definitely the script. Yeah. For, the, for American History X, I think it's more of the script and probably producer stuff. Yeah, whereas Kim Hawkins' execution of ideal. <laughs> yeah. Another execution of ideal that <laughs> really <laughs> fucked up the uh the uh the social commentary of this oh, movie no. is uh, Goodbye Uncle Tom. Oh my god. <laughs> the movie that says slavery's bad. Slavery shouldn't have happened. It features a cast of people who more than likely were slaves. More than likely uh is a bit of a stretch even <laughs> because they go to Haiti. Yeah, right? and just show slaves. Yeah, and you slaves in the movie. Oof. Yeah, in a movie that's anti-slavery. What the fuck? Why? I, fuck, I don't know, man. It's oh God. The Mondo guy's like, we're not racist, okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're slavery. Yeah. And I, don't I mean, how and it is a like stark and really like haunting portrayal of slavery and what it was like and really yeah. like painstakingly goes to measures to show in detail things that like aren't talked about yeah you know and it all kind of gets fucked up because of the actions they did and the means they went about to make the movie another one that i will bring up as well and i think th- this is all on script Duck. Duck, the carbine, yeah. It's supposed to be like a commentary on Columbine, and it just fucks up. It just sucks. Yeah. Well, it's more of a commentary on, like, a portrayal of shit in the media. Yeah, and they just fucking bungle it. They just fucking ham-fisted in there, too. Yeah. It's like, your whole message is fucking just the last five minutes of your movie, and it sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Your movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah, It's rough, but, you know. Um... Yeah, you could you could definitely pick and choose movies. Too. You know, Elephant as well. Even though I fucking loved Elephant. Yeah, the, there is problems in the acting that could have made that film stronger. Yeah, but again, it's also not a lot of trained actors. Though. Sure, for sure, that's for sure. That, that's where I kind of give it a little bit of excuse. And that's for sure. Again, I haven't seen these movies yet, but I've heard a lot of people talk about them. It's like it's Fahrenheit nine eleven and Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, he likes to shoehorn in stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're taking Columbine and making an anti-gun documentary out of it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, like... But, again, that is where he is ahead of the times a bit. That is true. Because every time there's a fucking shooting, it becomes a issue about gun control. Yeah. Don't want to get it all you know, political and shit, but... Yeah. I mean, damn. Damn, son. <laughs> damn. 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 Yeah. Trying to think of some more. I don't know. I think I think it's got it. Yeah. Again, you could probably you could probably find more. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just looking at my stuff. Well, that's what's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of movies you could pick out and be like, yeah, that one probably missed the mark a bit. Yeah. 
But at the same time, a lot of movies get it right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, thank you, JK Bitch. Yeah, thank you. Next up is Mikey Brushaber. Oh, yeah. Are you guys related? If not, how did you meet? They they figured us out. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's over. It's over. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, yes, we are related. We are related. He is my uncle. Yes, I am. I'm the cool uncle. Yes. I'm the one that like, hey, kid, you ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> here you go. <laughs> and it sent me on this journey. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We we do be related. Yeah, and like you know, for a little lore of the podcast, the podcast kind of came about because like, you know, I've always been into extreme, disturbing movies. Yeah, you know, it's always been one of my favorite subgenres of film. And you started getting into it. Yeah, and it was like, hey, shit, this is a way for me to kind of rewatch some of this stuff and talk about it. Yeah, so we started the podcast. And uh, besides the year we went, uh, MIA. Yeah. We've been doing it ever All since. All I want is... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. We're the worst. We're God the wor- damn, we're the worst podcast in the world. I don't know why anybody gives a shit about us at all. How did we get 13 questions this God week? God damn. God damn. I don't know, man. God. God damn. <laughs> hey, Uncle Robert, how does it feel to be cremated? God damn. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so thank you, Mikey, or Mike Brushaber, for the question. Yeah, thank you. Uh, next up is Rural Death. What's a film you saw once and have never been able to remember or find the title of? Oh, God. I have one. Yeah. When I was, This could have been a fever dream, by the way. <laughs> this <could've> been, <laughs> I, I could have been young and sick and made it all up. I don't know. But I remember a movie as a kid I watched on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Where this demon is like in this church, and he's chasing this woman. And the woman stops and is like, ah, and like he like goes like, or something like that. And it like goes in like x-ray modes into her chest and her heart explodes. Whoa. Yeah. I remember this vividly, but I've never found it. I thought it was one of the Wishmasters, and I don't think it is, though. This isn't a movie, and me, me and you both saw this. It was like one o'clock at night. Oh, God. On Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> There's a commercial where this person sitting at a office desk. It's like a receptionist. Yeah. And then a fart noise just happens and just starts blowing papers <laughs> everywhere in her hair back and it just ends. It's so fucking funny. If anyone can find that, let me know. If it if it's even real, I don't even yeah. know if it's real at this point. But Another one that's uh, not a movie at all, but something similar to that was MTV used to have this terrifying fucking <laughs> bumper that would play before a uh, fucking celebrity death match. Yeah, like the, I can't remember everything about it, but like it was a stairwell, and like this like woman like POV run up the stairwell, and there was something after, her, but you couldn't see what it is. Yeah, and it freaked me the hell out. And it would play every time before celebrity death match, and I've never been able to find it. I do have a funny story about one of these situations, mm-hmm. and it's a pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I remember seeing, like, it was just like decrepit fucking house, <laughs> and this weird looking girl in a room. And I remember we were watching something, and it popped up, and I was like, "That that's what I saw back then. Okay. I saw pet cemetery as yep. a kid. No wonder why I'm fucked up. Zelda. Yeah, scary. Yep. Scary ass shit. Uh, we also watched on this stream one time this really weird oh, like yeah. comedy. 
I don't know how to describe even. <laughs> it's like, it's it's a dark comedy. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a like a Leave It to Beaver style sitcom. Yeah, but like it takes place all in one house. And people yeah. kind of come and go, and it's like it's got a real punk rock vibe to it too. Yeah, and the only thing I remember about it is like there's like fire going on outside the house or something like that. Well, what I remember it being, it wasn't just fire outside; it was burning crosses because the 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 claim was outside. <laughs> Was that what was happening? I think so. Fuck, I don't know, man. If somebody could find that, that would be amazing. Because it was a cool movie. Yeah. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. And what was the movie we were we tuned into that for? I don't remember the Was it Pig? Name. Pig, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nico B's Pig. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which, uh... There was other weird shit on that, too. Like, some yeah. chick painted green and blue, and it's almost like a sideshow kind of thing. Yeah. That? There's also like it was like clips of the cramps playing in a mental institution. Yeah, which, I mean, it's a cool day for it to be in the mental institution. Cramps yeah. are awesome. Cramps are awesome. That's a wild concert. I've seen that concert. Yeah. I love the cramps. Me too. Lux and tears is awesome. He rises pants way too low. Oh my god! <laughs> but thank you, Rule Death, for the question. Next up, we have Lunatic Butcher Horror. It's <laughs> a good name, too. He says, Sup, my dudes. If you had only three DVDs slash Blu-rays from your collection to save from a fire, oh what God. would they be? Keep up the good work. Cheers. <sighs> that fucking Traces of Death box set. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That counts. So that's, a, that's a set. It's a set, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grabbing that thing. Uh... You're grabbing that Puppet Master set, right? No. <laughs> I like Puppet Master. I do too, but it's just DVDs and Puppet Master. Yeah. Um, I'm looking around right now. I got two, I know, for sure. I would grab my Possession yes. box set, and I would grab my Dawn of the Dead box set, for sure. Yeah. Um, The third's where it gets difficult. <laughs> what would I grab, man? I don't know. Like, what... What holds the most value, you know, both, like, uh, you know, value as far as, like, financially and emotionally, I guess, is that the best way to put it? Yeah, I mean, my stuff, besides, like, the Traces of the Death, that's not extremely. The best. Yeah. Sentimentally. Sentiment, sentimental movies. Um, Fuck, I don't know. Possession, I would definitely grab my Possession set and my Dawn of the Dead set. I know for sure that'd be two of them. Yeah. Oh, God. Like me. It's tough. I might grab my copy of Cannibal. That'd be cool. Because that movie is not easy to find no more. It's true. Um, I could grab Begotten. Oh, yeah. But I also could grab August Underground Trilogy Blu-ray. <sighs> Sell that motherfucker. God damn you. God damn you. But I also thought about grabbing that Christopher Lee box set. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all box sets. It's cool as fuck, too. Um... And honestly, like you know, it's not like super like valuable or anything like that. But do the right thing. I do fucking right love thing. that movie. I also have like the Devil's Rejects that's signed by Sid Haig. Yeah. And and uh and Bill Bosley and William Forsythe. That you know that'd be something to grab. Yeah. My Return of the Living Dead signed by Linnea Quigley would be cool. My Intruder <laughs> signed be cool. Hmm. You know. You get. I mean, the thing is, you've got quite a bit more rare stuff too though so it's probably way harder for you yeah. but I'm just trying to come up with some I got Enter the Dragon signed by Jim Kelly yeah John Carpenter signed Salt on Precinct 13 this might be an odd choice 
but I'm pretty sure one of the first DVDs that I ever, you know, just just bought for to start my collection was Suspiria. Yeah. So I might grab my DVD of Suspiria. I think my first one was Campbell Holocaust. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a hell of a way to start. I mean, I had and bought horror movies before then, but that was like the first one where I like I went out of my way to get it. Yeah. You know. Well, Suspiria I got like a like it was like a like just a dollar store. Not a dollar store, but it was a flea market. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I, I want that. I'm gonna grab Possession, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, and I think I'm gonna grab my cast sign, Night of the Creeps. Fair enough. Because it's the full like main cast and yeah. Fred Decker, the director. Uh the Trace of the Death set, because that thing's fucking super valuable. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna do, go do the right thing, because I just that movie's amazing and it deserves to be watched, and may, probably Cannibal. What the hell's underneath to do the right thing? Uh, it's Cat in the Brain. I can't believe that thing is almost as big as the Do the Right Thing. I know. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 I, 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 the Do the Right Thing set is huge. It is huge. It's not too much bigger, oh. No. I've kind of blown away by how big that cat in the brain set is. It When I got it in the mail, I was like, fucking A, this is a fucking unit. A. This is a unit. I could grab my Phantasm set as well. Mm, yeah. For the sphere. But I don't know, that Night of the Creeps is really cool because it's signed by Fred Decker and the whole main cast, including Tom Atkins. Now I'm just paranoid because in case there's something that's going to start a fucking fire now. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, thank you, Lunatic Butcher Horror. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much. Next up. Is the homie the people's Mikey? What's up? What up, doe? Oh, you mentioned that son of a bitch on on this podcast. <laughs> I did see he was uh, doing a drone session the other day. A drone session? Yeah. Not like oh, the, people's not, Mikey is. Yeah, not like the but like son of. I, th- I thought you were talking about fucking Kevin Gill. Kevin Gill, he was just filming himself with a drone. That's what. I th- what up, doe? That's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, he he was filming himself with a drone. That's <laughs> no, what I was thinking. But people's Mikey, yeah, is like like son of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, People's Mikey says, Howdy, my dudes. Not sure if this was asked, but was there a film that you didn't like that you would later dig after second viewing? And if so, what was it that changed your opinion? Hope you guys enjoy Thanksgiving holiday. Don't get a tummy ache while eating <laughs> turkey. Well, I only got a little bit of turkey because everybody ate the goddamn thing before I got home. <laughs> <sighs> I, did, I, I barely got any of it, to be honest. <laughs> I got like a couple of slivers. Um, Tetsu the Iron Man. I actually tested the Iron Man's one for me as well. Because I, when we originally did it for the podcast, I fucking did not like it at all. Yeah. And. I did. At that point, I already had watched it and then rewatched it. Yeah. And we rewatched it around Halloween last year, I think. Yeah, because it was right after I got the box set. Yeah. And we watched it then. And I was like, I, I like it this time around. Yeah. And the more I think about that movie, the more I like it, actually. And for me, this one is like, I don't, I could not tell you why I didn't like this movie. Okay. Maybe it was just in a bad mood. I don't know. Yeah. But Takashi Miike's Dead or Alive. Yeah. The first time I watched it, didn't care for it. Oh, wow. Then watched it again and was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? This movie fucking rules. <laughs> this is so goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the first time I watched it, I didn't care for it. And then like, I watched it again and was like, oh, goddamn. Goddamn. Uh, God I'll be honest, first time I watched Eraserhead, I was just like, this is nonsense. Uh, that, that's kind of how I felt watching Sweet Movie Yeah, recent, not too long ago. It's when I had the, the Rona. <laughs> the Rona? Yeah. I had uh, COVID, 
and I'll watch Sweet Movie because that's a good idea to watch when you're sick. Yeah, Tetsuo the Iron Man is one for me as well though, because like the first time I watched it, I just hadn't familiarized myself with like weird, <laughs> yeah, experimental stuff, experimental <laughs> yeah. movies. And then once I got into that kind of stuff, I went back and rewatched it. I was like, oh no, no, this movie's really fucking good. You know, you were the one who showed me Razorhead for the first time. It was wild. <laughs> I was a child. <laughs> In heaven. That movie scared the fucking shit out of me. Dude, recently I was watching a skate video and someone used the fucking the Pixies version of In Heaven. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, What's another movie that when I first watched I didn't really like it? Uh, it's tough. That's the first two that came to my mind was Eraser. Not Eraser, but Dead or Alive and uh, Tetsuya the Iron Man. Uh, I don't know what made me didn't like. Just fucking Dead or Alive is awesome. <laughs> It's awesome. It's awesome. I'll, I'll be honest. The first time I watched Videodrome, I didn't, it, it didn't make no fucking sense Yeah, to me I was first. young when I watched Videodrome the first time. I was like, I don't fucking... I'm getting it's ironic. I'm about to say this, but it was right during the beginning of the pandemic last year. Yeah. And, God, it still happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And I watched it, and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> and then during the summer, I was like, you were like, bring, bring Videodrome. I was like, okay, let's watch it. And we went to a friend's house to watch video drum, and I was like, I understand this more now. I get this. And I feel like if I, I'll probably end up watching it again probably within the next fucking couple of months because I love it. I love it, but... I was like, I liked it when I first saw yeah. it. Yeah. But I was I was younger, so like a lot of it just flew over my head. It, you see, like for me, I didn't know what to expect because I knew barely anything about the movie, to be honest. Yeah. I just knew about the the scene with the, like, the TV... Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's crazy imagery. Yeah. And then you realize that's not even half of it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, everything flew over my head a bit. And I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> and, again, as I said, rewatched it. And I was like, okay, I understand. I understand this way more now. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I'm sure there's more if I sit here and think about it long enough. Yeah. But, yeah. That's the first ones that popped in my mind, though. Yeah. So, thank you, Peoples Mikey. Thank you. Cheers to you as well. Hope you had a... Good turkey day. Turkey day. Turkey day. And last but not least is clown milk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a fucking gross username, bro. <laughs> hey, dudes, hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you. <laughs> what is a movie that you could barely finish watching because of how disturbing or gross it was? Mm. Also, highly recommends the, recommend, recommends, recommends. Recommend the bands Witch Melter Whoa. and, oh no, not this band. What Not because they're bad, but because I don't know how to say their fucking name. Sanguisugabog. How do you say it? I'm not one percent sure, but I, I've the way I've read it was Sanguisugabog. Sanguisugabog. I don't know if that's Sugabog. I don't know if that's how you say it at all. I have not heard of. Was it Witch Melter? Witch Melter. I haven't heard of that one, but I have heard of Sanguisugabog. Yeah, you that's go- how you say it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I have nothing against the band. I just don't know how to say their name. <laughs> that I, their last album slapped ass, but that's uh, what I hear. <laughs> Um, I think you guys might like it. Cheers. A movie that I had a hard time getting through. Because it was gross. Or disturbing. Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched The Girl Next Door <laughs> was well, a rough time. Yeah, like the first time I saw Mortem, for sure, I was like, this is fucked. Yeah, after I watched Mortem, I literally went and took a shower. I've always referenced Campbell Ferox, man. The grub eating scene. Oh. Oh, my God. The first time I saw it, I was like, Bleh. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, it's rough. Uh, a moment sweet movie was hard to watch because mm. there were moments in that movie I swear to God that I was like, "If you, if you guys knock on this door any fucking second, 
and, but, and of course, like the real death stuff, like traces of death yeah. and stuff like that. You know, um, when it comes to gross, though, however, um, some some of the more like fucked up like Japanese porn stuff is really hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. Terrible meal. I couldn't finish it. That's for true. At first. I got like 30 minutes in and they started fucking and puke. And I was like, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I can't do vomit. So, uh. I finished no. it, but man, there is a scene in fucking Takashi and Miguel's Dare Love. Yeah. Where like this woman's in like a fucking like kiddie pool mm. of just like shit and there's like turds oh, floating in God. it. Oh, God. And he's like, he's got this like fucking, again, a goddamn ladle, like the golden ladle in fucking Guzo. <sighs> and he's like ladling the shit onto her. Yeah, I'm going to watch that the first time being like, God damn, that's fucking disgusting. Also, disturbing was Threads was hard to watch. Threads is fucked, man. I've only seen that movie once. Yeah. I, I own it, so. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's also, I, I love and hate it, because I don't want to watch it ever again, probably, but Angel's Melancholy, just because it's fucking too long. It's too long. <laughs> it's gross as shit. <laughs> and... It, I love you describing about the part where the guy just knocks the girl down and just shits on her. He, that's what I remember. I'm like, I don't think that's how it went. But the first time I, I want to wa- believe it is the first time I watched it, which was the only time I watched it. He just fucking like comes into the room and knocks her over and just shits on her. At least that's what I remember. And I was like, fucking why, why, why did you just shit on this woman? I'm trying to think of what other movies were like hard to get through because like they're either disturbing or gross. Man, the first time when I was young, man, yeah, the fly, David Cronenberg's oh, the fly, yeah, was fucking like that was like next level. I was not ready for how disgusting that movie yeah. was. Um, a shout out to uh, Jonathan Doe. Barf Bunny was pretty rough at times. Too. Barf Bunny, yeah, it's just so gross. It was, but fun. Yeah, but very fun. Um. Uh, Dead or Alive, the first time I saw it as well. Yeah. The scene with the fucking porridge and the pus. Bah. Is it de- Dead Alive? Oh, Dead Alive. Okay. Dead Alive, not Dead or Alive. Not Dead or Alive. Dead Alive. And, of course, the breast milk scene in Visitor Q. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Not the shit scene for me in that one, the, the fucking breast milk scene. I'm trying to think of something that's, like, really hard to watch. Oh, God. Like outside of like the like the Japanese fetish stuff, I don't think I've ever like turned anything off. It's just like you gotta get through this moment, like in yeah. Solo when they're when they're eating the poo poo. Yeah, and it's like, gotta get through it. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> or in uh, the Breeze documentar. <laughs> oh my god, the Breeze documentar is definitely up there, man. <sighs> it's rough. There's there's definitely moments where I was like, man, I don't the fucking I don't want to I don't want to watch this right now, man. The end of a scene. Is so <laughs> Carcinoma was really hard to watch though. The ending of Carcinoma in particular, just shit and pus and oh, uh, oh, rough. How oh. there's shit in like the original Necromantic too. Oh, dude, I don't. I, Necromantic two, the slime, the slime. I, I don't remember if I did or not, but I'm pretty sure I gagged. Oh, uh, because just the idea of it. Maybe the last time involved. I gagged watching something was this weird Japanese film I bought from King of the Witches. Oh, uh, ARMD, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know what it was. It was just like the description was something like I can't even. I don't know if I'm allowed to even describe what this movie's about. 
Mm. Right? And I was like, well, that, that piques my interest like, quite a bit. <laughs> let me let me purchase this thing. And when I went, I think when I went down the rabbit hole of, like, fetish films and stuff like that, the more fucked up, like, sexual-oriented films, I told you what was in it, and you were like, oh, no. Like, oh, man. But I was like, <laughs> ah, I'm feeling adventurous tonight. Yeah. I like, I like I, you know, it's always interesting when, like, a movie or something can, like, give you that, that like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. You know, because I don't get that a lot no more, you know what I mean? You just, I just pop it in and say, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Wahoo, you know? <laughs> Wahoo! But this movie, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of nervous, you know, what's in yeah. this? Mm-hmm. And, like, it starts, and, like, this chick is making out with this other chick, and she's got a long alien finger. <laughs> and then she just starts pooping. Like, like, and it's like, it's censored, but like, you can just see like the Duke just dropping out her ass. Oh. And I'm just like, man. And then they like start like making out with the shit. And I'm just like, man. <laughs> again, again, like, uh, that's rough. It was rough, man. That's like, we were, I was talking to you recently because this thing went viral on fucking TikTok. Oh, yeah. Perverse Family. Perverse Family. It's like, it's, fuck everybody that got mad about that movie. Yeah. It's, well, apparently it's a series of mm-hmm. stuff, but. The, the the trailer alone has some really gross stuff in it. Oh, it just makes me sick. <laughs> like, there, there's poop eating. Get that club. <laughs> oh, my God. Unboxed, watched, watched and reviewed. reviewed. If you're looking for some, like, really gnarly oh, shit, yeah. he's the guy to go to for sure, man. Which, now that you said his name, we're going to watch this stuff uh, after this is over, right? Fucking brilliant. But so some people wouldn't even consider, like, something like that it was, like, movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Water power. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Dude. When he, the, the, he nuts. When she shits. He nuts. God, that was so gross, man. At one point, you can see, like, Duke floating in the water. <laughs> and you're like, no. No, no. Jamie Gillis, you fucking freak. He, he did worse. He did do worse. Intrusion for you if we're getting into roughies. Oh, yeah. Which, honestly, I considered watching that again recently. Yeah. Just because... That movie, when I was watching it, I was so fucking nervous. It's a lot well for you. Yeah, dude. That was the one that I couldn't handle. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I, felt, I was feeling adventurous. I was like, let me see if I can watch it again. The first time I watched I Spent in Your Grave, I watched it with my sister. Yeah, it's bad. I wanted to turn that movie off every five seconds. I don't blame you. But we just powered. We also watched Martyrs together. She don't like martyr, no. Martyrs. I love Martyrs, so. I remember, really like, we watched Martyrs and The Road, like, back to back. Goodness. Yeah. And the road, like, we were all watching it. Yeah. And nobody wanted to look over because I think we were all on the verge of crying. Oh, Because how God. sad that movie is. So it was like, just don't look at each other. <laughs> just don't don't look because they're not looking and, and nobody knows that <laughs> I'm tearing up because this movie's so damn sad. Well, it's like, um, I told Doug, my friend Doug, yeah. about where the dead go to where die. Where the dead go to die. And he was like, I want to see it. I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. He insisted, like, he went on for a fucking minute, like, like, 30 fucking minutes about this. I was like, all right, fuck it, we're watching it. I put it in, about 30 minutes in the movie, silence. <laughs> silence reigned in that room. That movie has that effect on people. <laughs> and afterwards, he he was like, what, what, what was that? Yeah. I was like, that was hell on earth. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Jimmy Screamer Claus, his mind. Yeah. It's like Meat Canyon. Oh, my God. Collab. That'd be a collaboration from hell. A collaboration made in fucking hell. Brothers of Destruction right there. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we're rambling now. We are rambling. We so uh, thank you, Clown Milk. And uh, I was, I, What I will say is, like, thank you for the question. Thank you for listening. But your username is disgusting. <laughs> I just think about Clown Cum. Clown Cum. I don't like it. Clown Cum. I, st- I, I just think about, like, <laughs> I just think about, like, a 
John Wayne Gacy looking top just being like just masturbate while squeezing his nose. <laughs> For some reason, I imagine like when he when he nuts, it's like <laughs> <laughs> like a confetti cannon. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, that's way more funny than what mine was. Mine's just gr- like gross. But uh, yeah, we've been rambling about an hour. <laughs> god damn it! Fuck! We can't shut the fuck up. <sighs> Why do we do this? I don't know. We could have just we could just went through the questions and just answered them and moved on. Instead, we just ramble and ramble and ramble. Well, we're trying to give everybody their due time. I know. So, thank you, everybody, and keep yeah. it up because it is fun. I do like answering yeah, these questions. Yeah, I do. I do love these questions. Yeah. So, uh, if you too would like to get in on the questions, they can yes. be sent to sickoncinema at gmail dot com, or you can wait to the week of the episode, and we'll post a lovely little picture that Matt made that says we're taking questions. Yes, and you can ask in the comments below. Yes. So once again, thank you guys. I think we're going to take a quick, brief break here. Yeah. Play something from somebody. I don't know who yet. We'll find out. And when we come back, we will be talking the films of Kiyotaka Sarasaki. Some real death. Some some people dying up in this motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek, take a key. Twelve cabins, twelve vacancies, twelve bodies, mother pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. Yep. Back. We're back. <laughs> Could you imagine like not like adding in like other parts of the word just like instead of we're back I'm just like back. 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 Movies. Pod. <laughs> Review. Sarasaki. See you next time. <laughs> That's this five second podcast. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, we're back to talk about the films of renowned death photographer, Kiyotaka Sirasaki. But we're not talking about a death from the start today. No, before he was a death photographer and director of shockumentary, yep. he was a porn director, as many yes. of the Japanese horror filmmakers get their starts. Uh, and well, people don't want to admit, but a lot of, of their favorite uh, just uh, directors in America. Yeah, even. especially in the, in the 70s. Yep. Wes Craven. Uh, Wes Craven, Bill Lustig, a lot of guys yep. did, did the porns first. Well, it's a, it's a paycheck. Yeah. You know, and it was a different time. You know, you could actually create some kind of artistic merit in pornography. Which I, I'd still say it's probably still there in some aspects. Yeah, I mean, but it's mostly just gonzo stuff now, oh. Yeah. You know, it's just like big booty bitches five. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see the... the <laughs> It was a big meme, okay? Mm-hmm. It was the guy who was standing in the corner with the lamp on his head. Yeah. What was the context of that? He was not trying not to get caught. He was just a lamp. Yeah, he's a lamp. Anyways. Yep. 
<laughs> so yeah, we're starting with the first AV film from Sirisaki, and yes. that is from 1994. Yes, Paranoid Garden. I wanna dance in your paranoid garden. I like this. <laughs> and that was Paranoid Guard. Next, <laughs> uh, it's interesting because we we chose this as a bonus review. Yeah, a bonus, a, a Brucey bonus, as they say on uh, OSW. Yeah, but but behind the curtain, this was because uh, the the wasteland, which we'll get into, it's not, not got long. a lot of meat on its bones. Not in the sense of just conversation piece. Yeah. You know, so we were kind of concerned that the episode would go, I don't know why we were concerned that the episode would go short, because we never go short on anything. We talk too much. Um, so we were like, let's talk. Let's throw in Paranoid Garden, and that can kind of subsidize the episode a little bit. You yes. know what I mean? You know, extend it a little bit. Add a little meat in the bones, yeah. you know? There's not a lot to talk about the Paranoid Garden, unfortunately. No. Um, <laughs> it, this is, it, it's weird. It is weird. It doesn't make a ton of sense. No, I can lay the plot out for you. Okay, go ahead. You have Nor Nor Noriko, uh, uh, Noriko, yeah, Noriko, who recently lost in World War Two during World yeah. War Two, lost her husband mm-hmm. in the war. He passed away, and she is currently living with the family of her ex now ex husband due to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the best way to put that is. Widow, she's a widow. Yeah, she she's been she's widowed and is living with uh, the family of her yeah. fa- or, or, uh, her husband. Yeah. And uh <laughs> the relationship between the family is strange. Definitely. Very strange. Uh one day the 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 father says, "You can't be happy living here, man." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're basically our maid. Yeah. Like how are you like Go out, find you a husband, live your life. And she's like, no, please don't. Yeah, and her whole thing is like, you're just wanting me to get out of here. Yeah, and he's like, no, that's not what I mean at all. No. I just want you to go be happy. Have a good life. Uh, So we meet uh, the daughter of the family, which is Kyoko. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) she's strange. (laughs) She's fucked up. (laughs) And uh, she is housing a uh, deserter Mm -hmm. from the Japanese army, which is apparently like... A big deal, right? Yes. And um, the army is looking for this deserter. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day Nor- Noriko yeah. discovers that Kyoko is hiding in the deserter. And I guess she snitches on her. Yeah. Not cool. She shouldn't snitch. No. And uh, this guy from the military shows up and begins to just, I would say torture, I guess. Torture him. Yeah. <sighs> As you see, it's really hard to draw the plot of this movie out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's um, just not a lot going on here. It treads the airport a lot. <laughs> yeah. Brings in deserter, gets tortured. Yeah, After sort of. sexing. Yeah. Of poo-poo. Poo-poo, yeah. There's a poo-poo sexing. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> so this movie that we added in to subsidize, mm-hmm. you know... A little bit to to add a little bit to the extra extra to the episode because we're concerned is has about as little to talk about <laughs> as the wasteland and it's kind of like damn damn man I I don't know man I did not enjoy this Ah, uh, yeah I didn't really care for it either I didn't think it was terrible I think it's, I liked it less than you did it's pretty plain it's pretty basic uh, JVA stuff yeah almost at times pretty soft core. Yeah, like softcore in the sense that like 
the like the the bondage stuff is nowhere near like what like most of the stuff in this besides the poo poo the poo poo is like it's fucking nothing now. It's nothing. Yeah. It's basic. Like even like the family stuff. Like Fair in a Cage has gnarlier bondage than oh, this movie yeah. does, you know what I mean? But like it, <laughs> and that's from like the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's even like the family stuff. That's a fucking popular trend on sots. Yeah. Well, it's like, they don't even really get into that a ton. There's a scene where, which, you know, that's the one thing I will give this movie, is that I think uh, Kiyotaka is actually a very interesting visual filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, in that, the way he shoots things and stuff like that. Because there's a scene where the dad comes in and, like, Kyoko has, like, bandaged herself up. Yeah. And she's like, I'm practicing for when you go to the war. And she's like, he starts licking her foot. And that's the closest you even get to, like, that side of things, you know? Yeah. And then you got like the the poo poo. We keep reference poo poo. Yes. The scene where she wants Niroki to suck the snot out of her nose, which that uh, is gross. Yeah, I forgot. And about then the she's snot. like, "I'm also constipated," so she sucks the shit out of her ass. Yep. And outside of that, like that's the two gnarliest scenes in the movie. Outside of that, there's just nothing really going on here. <laughs> light bondage. Light bondage. Uh, BDSM. Light BDSM with some yeah. whipping and shit like that, and sex, and a little bit of gore at the end. And a minute amount of gore at the end. Yeah. Minuscule. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it feels like unless you're one to get off of this, it's not. It's an hour long and it's a slog. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you want that uh, that hour to be over as quickly as possible. But however, what I will say is is that uh, I do think that Kiyotaka visually is a interesting oh, yeah. filmmaker. Like, there's some shots in this film that I was like, ooh, that's a really nice shot. Yeah, very interesting visual, you know. But at at the same time, it's just the movie itself is just not a lot. It's not a lot to it, man. It's pretty pretty bland. Yeah, I mean, and again, unless you're wanting to masturbate to it, I, I don't think it's. Which like, if this is your kink, you're probably gonna be disappointed because this doesn't go hard in the paint. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Like I'm at the point now where if it is like like fetish oriented stuff. I it, it well porn stuff that has like you know artistic merit to it. Yeah. I don't care if it is pornography. Yeah, at all. I'm the same way. But I think I used to be a little more harsher. Well, my only problem with like when it comes to shit like that is like when I reference, I'm like, oh, I wish it wasn't a porno. It's just because the the, the porn scenes, yeah, just kind of take away from the rest of the movie because they they last a while because they're yeah. you know, at the end of the day it is a pornography. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's meant to be a porn. Mm-hmm. But those things go on. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 yeah. Where whereas this is just it's a whole lot of nothing when it comes to like story mm-hmm. and like even like the sex stuff is just not interesting at all. <laughs> it's pretty 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 vanilla. Besides the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, besides the chocolate. Yeah. It's pretty vanilla. And as the, far as like BDSM goes. And the snot stuff. You can do better. <laughs> yeah. I'd recommend Fair in a Cage. Yeah, if you want to see some uh, pretty hardcore bondage stuff, that uh, one's... Star of David, Wife to be Sacrificed. Yeah. These movies are all much more hardcore than the bondages. If you want to see like even more hardcore shit, there's also like insects. Yeah, of course there's insects and stuff but, like that. But that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. Graphic sexual horror. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's Paranoid Garden, man. I don't know. There's <laughs> just not a lot to it. And when I was watching I was like, God damn, we're in trouble. We're in trouble with this one because it's just not interesting. <laughs> I, I The thing is, I... It feels like the list the listener question might be longer. Yeah. Than the ultimately, actual... I'm glad Massacre put it out. Oh yeah. I'm glad that it's in the world, and I was happy to watch it. Yeah. Because I do like 
Kiyotaka Surasaki as a filmmaker, and I was curious to see him do something not documentary style. Yeah. But, ultimately, it's just it's not... In, in, the, in the pantheon of, of fetish porn, it's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good, and it's also just not very extreme either. Yeah. Because, like, again, besides the, the two things... Of the the snot and poo poo, snot and poo poo. I feel like we talked so much about. Poo-poo. We've said poo poo so many times. The poo poo. Thankfully, I think this is it for poo poo for the night. I hope so. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything in the wasteland of Roscoe or junk that has poo poo. Except for when you die, you shit yourself. That's true, but <laughs> we don't see that. No, we don't see that. But except for the, except for those two things, and if you don't like bondage and stuff like that, then it's not that. Rough at all. Like during the the two scenes we've talked about, yeah, I did cringe pretty hard. Yeah, but outside of that, I never flinched. Like never bothered me. No. And it's like in a world like if you want to watch something like that pushes boundaries and is gnarly. I mean, there's Squirm Fest and fucking terrible meal yeah. and shit like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, I I don't feel like this film's intentions was to just be that. But I ultimately, think... the, the, those are porns as well. Though. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they're um, way more hardcore and disgusting. Yeah. Which I don't know what came first, to be fair. I don't know if this came before. I think it's all around the same time. The okay. late 80s, early 90s porn yeah. stuff from Japan was pretty fucking intense. And early wild. 2000s as well. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's It, it exists. It is what it is, basically. Yeah. It's a JAV, and it's it, that's what it is. Again, as I said, like if this... If what we've talked about you're into, then you might like it on that aspect. Yeah. But when it comes to just like trying to like get like like a story from it, there's nothing. That's the problem with the film, in my opinion, though. It's like, if you're trying to get a story from it, it's not very well edited. Yeah. It's kind of nonsensical at points. kind of doesn't make a lot of sense at times. Yeah. And if you're looking for a fucked up porn, it's not that either. No. (laughs) You know? It's like... ah. It's there. I mean... Kiyotaka said they filmed it in two days, and you could feel it. Yeah, nobody said. Yeah. See, I didn't see. I didn't see the, the director uh, interview. Yeah, he said they made it in two days. <laughs> it's pretty wild, though. I mean, yeah, it shows. <laughs> yeah, it shows. But you know, but hey, in two days he still came off some pretty cool visuals, like the gas mask stuff, and yeah. the point when Kyoko was in the fucking bandages. I thought it was a really cool visual too. Like when they opened that door, I was like, "What the fuck are we in for?" Yeah. I was getting, like, fucking Singapore Sling vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Singapore Sling is way more extreme than this. It is. Way more. The vomit. Vomit and pee. Yeah, we're going to get to that someday. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. I love it. Oh, yeah. Girl Hill 99, even. I was thinking that as well. I was like, oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, okay, never mind. (laughs) He sucks her toes. We suck your toes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not into feet, so. Yeah, it's kind of gross, but it's not like anything too intense. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a, <laughs> I want to dance in your paranormal <laughs> garden. It's whatever. It's whatever, you know. <laughs> Watch it at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, like, so some of that stuff might bother you, but I don't know. Maybe we're just too sensitized at this point. Possibly, I but I don't know. I don't think so, because like I said, like the poo-poo scene did bother me. I won't lie. Yeah. Like when she was like, I was like, God. <laughs> I was like cringing at that pretty hard. Yeah, because it's not like she's just eating her ass. She's like sucking a poop out. That's gnarly. It's gross. It was just ass eating. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. That's ass eating. Who don't ass eat? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> John, 2021. Who don't partake in the, the tossing the salad? Uh, the flipping of the groceries. The people who don't are asexual people. Aren't they not fun? <laughs> we go, wow. Aren't they killjoys? <laughs> the, 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 they, don't, they, they don't partake in the sex. That's boring. Anyways. What? Wow. Speaking of boring, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hot take John over here. Wow. From 2017, I believe. Uh, no, that's no. 12. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Did the DVD come out 2017? Yeah. I think so, maybe. Yeah, on again, mine's from Letterboxd. So yeah. This is 2012. Okay. We have uh, Kiyotaka Surasaki's, I believe at this point, his latest documentary. Yes. I don't think he's made anything after this. Um, Could be wrong. If he has, it hasn't come out in the States. Yeah. And it is The Wasteland. Man, where as, you know, a Roscoe and Junk Films, you know, take a very... Somber look at death. This one is like, don't you fucking look away. Yeah. Look at the look at disaster. Look look at hell on earth. I was just like, it's metal as fuck. Corrupted is awesome. Because that's the big selling point of this movie to me is that the soundtrack is done by the fantastic Japanese Doom. Yeah, d- Death d- Doom. Uh, black even. <laughs> they got elements of a lot of genres in their sound. Uh, I'd say Doom. It's definitely it's definitely more doom than anything else. Yeah, but uh, probably death doom. Corrupted, which corrupted are awesome. It's fucking awesome. They rule. <laughs> it sets a fucking crazy backdrop. So essentially, what the wasteland is is Kiyotaka Surasaki traveling down the road of various destroyed, desolated, decrepit, yeah, dilapidated. Just uh, fucking barren wastelands of society, like war-ridden, yeah, like places too. War-ridden, like corrupt places, destroyed. And the big, the big one, the the number one aspect of it is the aftermath of the tsunami, yeah, in Japan, which was devastating, fucking awful. Like to this day, they're still feeling aftermaths from that. You know, it's fucking. It was terrible. It was horrible. So a lot of the movie takes place in like the, the um, um, the aftermath of that, and in the areas where it was the most affected. Yeah. Except for there are some areas you couldn't go to because of radiation. Yeah. Which, whoo boy. Yeah. And essentially that's what it is. It's like him driving and filming, driving, fil- filming, and just like walking around in, if it just filming like some of. Like just it's just showcasing some pretty like sad stuff. Yeah, it's almost like if junk films is like showing death of people. Yeah, or mankind. This movie shows death of Mother Nature. Yeah, and the Earth. You know, well, well, as well throwing in some real more like just real death stuff in it as well. Some you get a little, like, very little, but there are some fights in here though. Yeah, like and also did you? Okay, am I, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. That's all like a there's like a satanic orgy at some point in this. I swear to God, they're like where, there's like a Baphomet in the background, and they're like this woman takes off her clothes and shit. They're like wearing masks and stuff. I swear to God, <laughs> watch it back. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, dude. I swear to God, that's what I saw. All <laughs> I remember is just driving, <laughs> a lot of driving. No, 
I saw that at one point. I was like, what the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> no, I don't remember no, that shit at after all. The, after the show, I'll show you. Okay. I promise you it's in here. Okay. I believe you, but like I don't remember it all. Like I said, all I remember is just a lot of driving, some good doom metal, and dilapidated buildings. <laughs> Lots of dilapidated buildings. Uh, I, I swear to God. Like, I don't even remember dead bodies. The, the, well, I mean, the, they like pulling them out of like... Where they had been covered over by like the sand because of, like tsunami and stuff. Mm-hmm. The most of them they like wrap it in bags and stuff like that. So I do remember that. I remember the bags because that's on the cover of the movie. Yeah, there is a uh, there's a guy at one point who I don't. He's not dead, but he's definitely fucked up. Mm. And they're like people are trying to like take care of him and whatnot. And it, it, it's it's not like. The guy's head and junk films or anything like it's that. It's the least graphic of all of Kiyotaka's documentaries. Yes. Um, In fact, I kind of describe it as like this would work almost better as like an art exhibit. Yeah. Where like you know like in Candyman, the new yeah. Candyman where he's got the big screen and he's showing the the video the vi- the visuals the music. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. I think it actually would work better than as a sit down and watch it on your own movie. Because <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, it's a bit of a slog to get through. <laughs> I don't. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's so samey, man. It is, but I I don't know. Like, I feel like it captures a feeling, unlike you know, well, it captures a feeling that not a lot of movies do. I can see that it does capture an atmosphere. It does, but like I did feel like about the forty-five minute mark, I was like, "Fuck, man, how many more destroyed buildings can I look at?" <laughs> you know, yeah. like Jesus. I, I, I get it. You feel like you're driving. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you're driving, which it is interesting because you are driving through these destroyed areas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these, these like disaster zones, you know? There's also a lot of like political like undertones in this. For sure. Because there's a wall. I don't know the country. Israel, I think. Maybe. And they're like, you know, free the, free the refugees, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, break down this fucking wall. It was all like spray painted on the on this wall. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, oh, you know, you know, what, what is this? I wish there was more context to that, but yeah, that's my thing. It's just like anything that is like kind of interesting in it. There's just not a lot to it, though. Yeah, because ultimately it's traveling. Yeah, it, it is traveling around in a lot, a lot of just like desolated places, and the thing is too that there's just I don't know the at- the atmosphere is the thing for me. That makes me like this a lot. Yeah, I can see that. And I don't dislike the movie at all. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily the most interesting watch of all time. I, I can understand that, but I don't know. I I, I dug this one. Yeah. Not, I dug it quite a bit, but I also don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, it is what it is also, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's the wasteland. Yeah. You know, he's filming the wasteland. <laughs> it has a great tagline. Yeah. Which I don't know if you saw it. Mm. It says, don't look away. This is the wasteland. Yeah. And, which, again, like, it does get its point across. It's yeah. like, this is what's happening right now. To me, like like I said, like, you know, where junk films are showing, like, the reality of death. Yeah. This is almost like, look at we've, what we've done. Yeah. With, with some other things in there as well. Like, yeah. it, it's kind of just showing, like... Almost like the, like almost how bad humanity can be, and how bad Mother Nature has fucked us up, yeah. and how much we fucked it up. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. That's for true. That's for true. 
and how we have made our Earth a wasteland. Yeah. All right, next movie. The Wasteland. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an interesting watch. Again, much like Paranoid Garden, you know, watch at your own uh, device. You yeah. Know? Like, I can't necessarily sit here and full-heartedly recommend it, but some yeah. people will really love it, and some people will probably think it's the most boring thing they've ever watched. Uh, I'm definitely in the more interesting. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I think the corrupted soundtrack along with the visuals the visuals creates a very interesting experience, but not one I'm gonna go through a lot. It's a, it is hard <laughs> to just call it a film though. It's it's, not it's really. more of an experience. Yeah, it's not really a movie. There's no narrative. No. There's no nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no like there's no narrative, there's no structure, there's no sense of like anything that creates what a movie would be. Yeah. It's purely a visual experience. And Again, I, I do kind of like stuff like this, though. Like, I, I like movies that just... It just shows you visuals, and it's like, oh, how, how are you going to interpret this? Mm-hmm. What is your take on this? Like, if I went to, like, a museum... Yeah. Or an art... Or an art, uh, or a fucking, like... Art exhibit? Art exhibit, or anything like that, and walked in and saw, like, this, like, playing on a screen with the corrupted soundtrack... Yeah. I'd be like, this is pretty fucking cool. This is really interesting. Yeah. But to just sit down in my house and watch it, I'm like... Mm. I get that. Um, it's a bit, a bit of a bit of a rough experience. <laughs> again, it, it's kind of like I not not too long ago, probably I think it was in the summer. I went to uh, the I think I think it's the Alcatraz Museum, mm-hmm. and there's definitely some exhibits in there that are very much very much captured the feeling that this movie gives. That's like, ooh, seeing like, seeing this in person is like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's rough. It's, I feel like I would I almost would uh, recommend the fucking soundtrack before I would recommend the movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I understand that. I enjoyed this, though. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So Fair enough. You know. Um, I don't know what I would give it, though. Or yeah, like I didn't a rating rate it. Scale. I didn't rate it. I, I, I mean, I just don't know how to rate something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Nor did any of these movies, to be honest with you. But <laughs> Yeah, documentaries are hard to rate sometimes yeah. because it is like... Here's some fucking horrific visuals. What do you think about it? Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't really give you a lot else to pick at. Which, I think this is kind of the reason why you've kind of talked to me down from doing a Traces of Death episode. Yeah. It'd be very difficult to talk about. Yeah. Because... Like, in this one, he died. And in this one, he, uh... Died. He died. <laughs> yeah. Which I do feel like with the Traces of the Death series, it might it probably would be pretty fun to just like, you know, talk talk about the more goofy stuff in it. Yeah, for sure. Like the motorcycle wrecks and stuff that are in these, those movies. Yeah, yeah, would hate. yeah. Whereas Sarasaki stuff, it is just kind of like it's way more serious though. Yeah, it's way more serious. Not lighthearted at fucking all. No. <laughs> and it's just it's, it's bleak. Very it's very bleak. it's very bleak. Very somber. Yeah, that's how I describe the wasteland in a nutshell. It's a somber oh, yeah, fucking film. The wasteland film. is very somber for sure. Uh, so next up we have Junk Films, yes. the collected docu- uh, shot, uh, short documentaries of Kiyotaka Surasaki. Yes, uh, this came out. At least it was released together as a full package yeah. in two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, but apparently it was compiled from the nineties all the way up until yeah. its release. It's a, it's all of his like, or not about all, but a collection of his short. Yeah, shockumentaries, which range from many things, from discovering dead bodies in the middle of a field to car wrecks to stabbings and shootings to uh, a old dead person in a house to a suicide 
to strange rituals to more modern, you know, yeah. stuff. Anything Even encompassing, cremation. yeah, any, everything encompassing death is what junk films is about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean that's basically the plot. I don't, there's no plot. <laughs> no, no, it's a compil. It's it's a compilation of short films, which I do feel like in retrospect probably should took notes on like a lot of the shorts. Well, yeah, but a lot of them are the same. Yes, it's Kiyotaka. Oh, there's a dead body. Let me fill it. Yeah, as the police look at it. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't. The, his style of filmmaking really fucking shows in this one. Yeah, it shines a lot more in this one than in the Wasteland for me. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Um, it, it's definitely way more just like like artistic in his filmmaking mm-hmm. of, of his like cinematography of a lot of this stuff. Whereas in the wasteland, it is kind of just like showing you stuff. Long, long takes. Yeah, where this is, a lot of the shorts are not even almost; they're barely a minute long. So they range, long. yeah, from like a minute to like five to ten minutes. Even, yeah, you know, like I think like one of the last ones is like fifteen, maybe. Yeah, which is one of my favorite ones, and we'll get to that here in a second. Yeah, um, but like for instance, what what shines for me in this one for Kiyotaka is his filmmaking and his editing. Yes. For instance, the very first short you get is like an inner splicing of a car wreck. Yeah. I believe it's a car wreck. Maybe a shooting. I don't remember. I remember the guy was fucked up. He was fucked up. With a ceiling fan. Yeah. Spinning. Yeah. And it builds this tension that Mm -hmm. never releases, because there really is no release for it. But it just keeps building this tension. And it's like really fucking interesting visually. Was he shot or was he stabbed? I can't remember. One, there is a guy who was stabbed in this. Yeah. Because he has multiple puncture wounds. Probably an ice pick. Or a screwdriver. Yeah, one of the two. Type deal, yeah. Um, yeah, there is some fucking brutal shit in this. <laughs> There's the guy who's got the bifurcated head. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Like, I remember you telling me about that scene. So, when it happened, I was like, is it going to be as bad as he said? Oh, shit. <laughs> There's also the couple in the car wreck that's pretty gnarly as yeah. well. Yeah. Which, I... Not a fan of seeing car wreck footage, really, <laughs> because of past trauma. It's too real. It's yeah. too easy to happen. Yeah, it's too easy to happen, and I've been in <laughs> a, a, a real bad car wreck in my life, and uh, trauma comes back when I see that. Just <laughs> um, a little bit of flashback going on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it is. Uh yeah, the car wreck stuff that that stuff bothers me because it's like, fuck. <laughs> but there's also shit in this like there's a ritual where it's all about like causing yourself extreme pain. Like yeah, the more physical pain you get, you cause yourself the closer you get to God. Essentially, it, it's like a ve- it's like like isn't it like a vegetarian festival too? Something, something like, that? like that. But like they're just like sticking like large metal rods through their jaws and Which, huge hooks and like fucking. One guy's just got like a machete and he's just rubbing his tongue with it. <sighs> it's all about inflicting as much pain on yourself as you can. Which the needles themselves didn't bother me nearly as much. But when there's people walking through with literal fucking swords through their mouths. Swords. And one guy has these fucking huge, like, I don't know what you even call them. Yeah. It looks like a piercing, right? It looks yeah. like a fucking, like, little, uh, what do they Septum call those? piercing. Yeah. But it's the size of a goddamn fucking <laughs> summer sausage. Yeah. Like, it's huge. I don't know how that's possible. How the fuck you, like, how do you, like, heal from that? I don't know. How do you recover? Like, is your mouth ever the same again? I don't know. Or do you just permanently got a big old hole in it? Once you get it stitched together. Fucking hey, It's gnarly. It is gnarly. So gnarly. And, like, there's that one point that's just a weird interview with, I'm pretty sure, a terrorist. Yes. 
<laughs> That's strange. That just kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. One like, of my least favorite moments in, in it. I mean, it is. I don't, know, I don't know. Is he a terrorist? He's something. He's either a terrorist or some kind of like. Organization. I just got terrorist vibes because I saw a flag and an AR. And usually when you see yeah. that, bad things are about to happen. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Someone's head's about to roll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't remember what the flag looked like. There's definitely some, like, I hate to go back to the wasteland, but there's a couple of flags in the wasteland. I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> Normally if you see a black flag with, like, white lettering on it. It's like, oh <laughs> Yeah, white, white lettering usually is like, fuck. <laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> But, like, the thing I like the most about the junk films, opposed to the other films we've seen so far yeah. on this episode, is there is a almost like a story arc in this. Yes. Like, it's all about death, 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 right? Mm. Like, seeing people die, the dead body, examining the dead body, seeing the violence and the visceral and the fucking aftermath. Yeah. To celebrating death Yeah. at the end with two... Uh, I won't say rituals because the last one's not necessarily a ritual, but maybe it is kind of a ritual of sorts. Of sorts, you know, like like if anything, like a funeral is of sorts a ritual. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but you have this one festival in Thailand. <laughs> Man, it's gross. I ain't gonna lie. It is. It is sweet in a way, though. Where it's like people, like bodies of people who don't have known families or friends or something like that. Yeah. They dig them up and clean up the corpse, uh, up the bones and everything, yeah. and, like, celebrate them. And that's kind of a beautiful thing in a way. But, yeah. man, it is just... I wouldn't just, be able to do it. So, like, I couldn't help... The only thing I could think about was the smell. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck does this place smell like? It smells like rot. Oh, my God. Because, like, they're just digging up these, like... They're not in coffins. They're just in tarps. Yeah. And they, like, unfurl it, and it's just goo. <laughs> yeah, just goo and bones. Just brown goo. Oh, my God. But every um, time they dig one up, they're like, yeah! Yeah. Woo! And they just start fucking washing them. Yeah. And the thing that got me the most, though, the thing that bothered me more than anything else in this documentary, the bifurcated head, hmm. the, the the screwdriver slash maybe ice pick stab ones, yeah. the car wrecks, the hanging... The, the dead body in this, which is one of my favorite shorts in the in the thing, by the way, is the old lady, the mother, I think yeah. it's called. That one is creepy. Very creepy. The thing that bothered me more than any of that, the <laughs> thing that haunted me as I watched it, was them touching that shit with no gloves on. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was so fucking happy when I saw, like, in the very beginning people had gloves on. I was like, thank God. Yeah. Because if you watch any of the Traces of Death stuff, there's so many fucking clips of people just grabbing corpses and put like pushing stuff together just with no gloves on. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. But then they're the- just cleaning these bones, mm-hmm. and one guy's just rifling through the fucking filth with no oh fucking my God. gloves on. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god, dude. Also, like that's you're, so gross. You're talking about the smell, right? The only thing I can think of is like you know you know how like a lake smells. Mm-hmm. Imagine that with like rot, <laughs> just like <laughs> like almost like coagulated like dirty <laughs> water. That makes my fucking whole body shudder. Yeah, that's that's and the one part like because at one point you called me because you're on your way back you know to the house. You called me. Oh, did I? Yeah, because you're like, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> this segment's making me sick. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I had to. I had to think about something else for a second. <laughs> Because the moment that that got me is when they lived. The, okay, 
They lift the body up. Yeah. With the with the tarp, <laughs> which is it's a plastic tarp. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it's just a tarp. <sighs> and then this black ooze Sludge. just just falls out of the fucking tarp. Not from like a corner of it, from the center of it. Yeah, it just leaks. And your I, I about fucking threw up. It's pretty gross. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I can't. Ugh. Again, what what it reminded me of is like I don't I don't know if a lot of people people who listen like. I don't know how many people listen to, like, true crime stuff. Yeah. The Dean Coral crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, they said they had to chain smoke cigarettes to get the smell of death out of their nose. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking police captain who brought these prisoners to dig up the graves was like, here's some KFC, boys. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> yeah, let's see some KFC after digging up some fucking Finger bodies. Finger good. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, and, like, I'm watching this, Ugh. and I'm just like, you know, there is a beauty to it, in a way, I mean, a sweetness. Yeah. Because, like, it is kind of a like a loving uh, sentiment that they do to these, you know, people who, you know, they can't enjoy it because they're dead. But, oh, yeah. But, you know, the fact that they, it's like, a, it's they sh- care enough about, like, yeah, these people don't have nobody who come and visit their graves, so let's celebrate them. Yeah. You know? It, it is sweet. It's a celebration of death. Yeah. And, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you go from, like, you know, the the meat of it. Yeah. The moment of it. <laughs> yeah. To a celebration of it. You know what I mean? I think that's definitely, like, it was laid out that way. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't, that's not a coincidence. That's not a, fl- you know, a fluke. Of no. Kiyotaka set out to create that and to show that. And because, like, his, like, take on death in a lot of these movies, like, even Roscoe, like, it's very much just, like, death is something that happens. Death happens. To everybody. Everybody. Yep. And... It's better. It's better to embrace it and like see what it is than to just ignore it your whole life. Yeah, exactly. And like the movie ends with um, a cremation of yeah. these people coming to say goodbye to their friend at this yeah. cremation. You know, and like they're like, you know, and I thought it was kind of cool. It was like, uh, this is what I hope my funeral would be like. Yeah, you know, people kind of laughing and telling jokes and kind of mm-hmm. roasting him a little bit, and you know, yeah, having a good time, just having a good time and like celebrating his life more than. <laughs> there was one part I fucking laughed real hard at though. I couldn't help it. He, the, the poor doctor, picks up a bone yeah. and tries to put it in the cancer <laughs> and it just fucking breaks and hits <laughs> the, the damn dirt. And he's like, shit. I love it when they're just like, he was tall. Yeah, <laughs> his neck was crooked in the coffin. I was like, <laughs> fuck. And then like oh he liked to drink <laughs> they're pouring like sake in yeah. the fucking urn and stuff like that. I guess like yeah that's the kind of funeral I'd want man. I don't want fucking I don't even want to be in a coffin. Sad time hour. Yeah no I don't want to be put in a damn casket because you have to look at my damn body for hours hours <laughs> just fucking burn my body mm-hmm. put it in a canister and don't think about me. Although I will say I feel like American cremations are a lot different in that like, yeah. They're ash. Yeah. Not just bones. <laughs> well, um, re- re- recently, like within the last year or so, I had a family member pass away, and she was cremated. And th- we were a bit more well, a bit more really curious to see what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was ash with the little little pieces of bone. This is like a lot of bone. Yeah, own. this was like... Only bones. Yeah, only bones. Just bones. No yeah. ashes. It's weird, though, isn't it? It was very weird, but, but maybe that's just the Japanese tradition, you know. Kind yeah, of thing. Maybe that's the way they do it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's fascinating. It is very fascinating, but like that's the way it ends, you know. That's yeah. the last. Uh, oh well, the very last one is like a brief little thing of like uh, Aoki Gahara. Yeah, 
Um, which uh, again, I think Gahara is fascinating in its own right. But that's like a man. It's like thirty seconds. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's l- the shortest. Yeah, it's literally a pan down from a from a noose in a tree to a skull. Yeah, skull and shoes. Yeah, the mossy twos, baby. <laughs> Get that Nike drip. <laughs> <laughs> they were Nikes, weren't they? They were Nikes. Yeah. yeah. Nice shoes. <laughs> I'm never really interested in Nikes, though. Nah, the Nikes made some good skate shoes, but I, other than that, I wasn't ever really interested in it. Too expensive for me. Yeah, way out of my price range. Too rich for my blood. Yeah. But yeah, um, junk films is very interesting. You know what I mean? Like It, it, it kind of encompasses everything that you kind of want in a movie like this without going to the same lengths of something like Mondo Kane, which has the narration. You know, It yeah. tells you that same story, but without having to narrate it. Yeah, or Killing of America. Yeah, exactly. Um. Also, when you go into uh, this and our, our uh, I think, final piece of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't expect, like, just, like, the fucking, like, worst of the worst when it comes to, like, you know, the shockumentary stuff. This, is, this isn't Traces of Death. Don't think it's going to be, because it's not. No, it's definitely not. This is way more respectful. Yeah. And it does carry itself with a little more dignity. And it's tamer. Yes. I would say. It's more tame than just showing people fucking just die. Because you don't see them die. You see the aftermath. Yeah. Which, that's the same stuff with Rare, too. Yeah. It's Rare just shows aftermath stuff. Yeah. But it is a little more... Graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Junk films is interesting, man. Like It's not going to be for everybody. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and that's completely no. understandable, because like at the end of the day, it is a real death movie. Yeah. But, you know, I, I actually really enjoyed my time with junk films. Yeah, it, yeah, I did too. Um, it's again a very fascinating look at, you know, death. Death. Yeah. And seeing it, it's also like it's very, uh, it's it's almost like a hopeful look at death in a way because it's yeah, like, like like I said with the way it ends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, I can see that. Because it's very much, you know, but when you're gone, you're gone. Yep. And then that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Just a hunk of meat. Or just bones. Bones. <laughs> As the, the last segment. Bones with all kinds of shit in that urn. They fucking filled <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker up. It was, it was like money. Money, booze. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 again, that's how I think funerals should, probably should be. Yeah. Because it's way more, it looked way more nice than yeah. just it, it, it seemed like the, actually like the better way to like celebrate someone's life opposed to their death. Yeah. But you know. To each their own. Yeah. You know, some people need that funeral. They need that, like, oh, release, yeah. you know. Uh, for, for me, it's just fucking traumatic. True. <laughs> That's for sure. But. So last up, but certainly not least, because it's definitely the most infamous. Yes. Of Sirisaki's works. And it's from 2001? 2001, yes. Yeah. And that is Arazco, the Embalmer. Yes. A movie that, like, in my infancy on the YouTubes. Yeah. Um, by infancy, I mean like 2007, 2008, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sick, twisted fuck community was going hardcore, which was just a small group of fan- people on YouTube who were fans of the extreme and like they reviewed extreme films. Yeah. This was a movie that got passed around like gangbusters. Like this was like one of the big ones. It's like, oh, yeah. Roscoe the Embalmer, you know what I mean? Yeah. However, it had no subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not going to make any fucking sense. Yeah. So I, I never watched it because I was like, it ain't got subtitles. Like, it's a documentary at the end of the day. Like, how yeah. the fuck are you supposed to watch a documentary without subtitles? Yeah. Like, you're going, you're not going to know nothing. 
you know, what's going on. Yeah. The, well, again, that's the whole thing with, like, like rare. You don't need subtitles for rare. No. But or this, junk. Or junk. But there is subtitles in junk. Yeah. But you don't need them. Yeah, no. For most of the movie. But but with the Roscoe, if you don't have subtitles, you're fucked. You wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. You wouldn't know who the fuck Froyland Roscoe is. Yeah. So, essentially, we follow Froyland Roscoe, which is an embalmer in one of the roughest parts of one of the roughest places in the world, Colombia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not just Colombia. I have it wrote down here. Hang on. Well, I'm saying one of the roughest parts of Colombia. Yeah. Which is oof. It's yeah. uh, the... Boga, uh, Bogodo? Bogoda? Yeah. Boga, uh, bo- Nicknamed the Rue Morgue. Yeah, the Rue Morgue. Due to the level of violence. And just fucking death. In this town. So essentially he is not only an embalmer there, he's the cheapest embalmer there. Yep. And the prices were blowing my goddamn mind. Like, I Dude. could not fucking comprehend what the hell, or okay. how the hell, you can do this job for the money he was charging. The job is worth 10,000 pesos. Which is ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Fucking Christ! What the fuck? And it's not just about um, Froyland Roscoe. It's also a very much a combination of the Wasteland and Junk films. Yeah. As he films this f- improv- impoverished, yeah, fucking destroyed town. Yeah. While just running across dead bodies. Yeah. Because it's an everyday thing there. One of the more haunting scenes in this for me was the dead body literally just in a ditch. Just in a ditch. While as, like, probably maybe 50 feet away are kids on a swing set. Yeah. Just having a fucking good time. And there's like, also just kids there looking at it. Yeah. Almost like fucking Miss Frizzle took them on a goddamn uh. <laughs> magic school bus adventure to come look at the corpse. Fuck. <laughs> uh, not Miss Frizzle. Oh, fuck. But yeah, so like, and it's all kind of like, in a way, it's kind of a culmination of everything that we've seen so far. Yeah, <laughs> covering these movies, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a combination of what his later two works would be. Yeah, and it's fucking interesting, man. Oh yeah, you know, is it very samey? Yeah, yeah, it kind of does the same thing over and over and over and over again. I won't lie, but at the same time, like Froelin is an interesting person. There's other cool shit where they, he goes and talks to other embalmers, <laughs> and they're just talking shit on him. Which yeah, is dude. Fun. The fucking embalming business is cutthroat. Cutthroat, especially it's apparently in Colombia. Yeah, <laughs> and again, like the embalming business, like around the world, is just fascinating. <laughs> Froling could be like, I'm in the embalming business, and business is booming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like again, like Vice did a documentary not too long ago of uh, this woman in I think it was California, maybe California, <laughs> and like she she was a. Uh, she did like autopsies and stuff like that, and embalmings, all that stuff. She did all of it. Yeah, and um, it's really fascinating because she's like, yeah, you know, I spend the day with my kids after they come back from school and help them, do, help them with their homework and stuff, and then I'll probably just get a phone call being like, oh, there's a body here, <laughs> and then gotta go do my thing and come back. To me, what was the most interesting about this though was the process. Yes, it does not look the same in Colombia. As it does over here in America, <laughs> a little, a little rougher around a little the edges. Rough around the edges. First of all, they don't use embalming fluid. Nope. They just pour this shit in them, like it scalds them. It co- basically it cooks the meat, so they don't rot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like I don't even know if that's a thing. Like how is that a thing? I don't know. It's no, no. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> the washing of. 
Oh, the insides of the bodies was fucking rough. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know the meme where it talks about like sex sounds like stirring macaroni? Yeah. No, Doc. Colombian embalming sounds like stirring macaroni. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, f- funny, funny story here for uh, both of our experiences watching this this time around. Um, I was watching this. This was the first movie I got in. Yeah. And... I guess, no, I watched Paranoid Garden first. Yeah. And I was told that, that dinner was done. Mm-hmm. We were having fucking meatloaf. Yeah, maybe. So instead of being the monster that John is over here... <laughs> Whoa! You gonna <laughs> call me out like that? Damn. Son. Hang on, hang on. Damn. I paused the movie. I paused the... the, the I paused it too. <laughs> no, you didn't. I paused it to go get my food. <laughs> <laughs> I paused the movie... Went to the computer and watched something on the computer. I was watching, I think it was a UFC fight. Yeah. because yeah, that's not violent. Shut up. <laughs> but I, I watched that, and then after I was done eating, I, fin- I finished the fucking movie. John over here, he heated himself up some damn meatballs and with ranch. <laughs> yeah, I did. And watched this <laughs> while eating. Yeah, I did. You're a fucking savage. Look, okay, in my defense, one, I was hungry. Two, I had to go to work, so I had to eat. Yeah. I didn't have time to just fucking dilly-dally around. I had to get the food in. (laughs) The only time to get the food in was during the movie. Oh, my God. How how did you do it? I just dipped in the ranch and ate it. It was good. Bro, I don't (laughs) understand. Like, I I didn't even feel remotely fucking hungry while watching this. I was pretty fucking hungry, ain't gonna lie. Oh, my God. The sloshing of, like, just... Internal organs. People's livers are huge, by the way. Yeah. Unless that's like what killed them. They had like an enlarged liver or something like that. But they <laughs> is that not what he says? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, like to paraphrase a bit here. I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, that's what did him in. Because like he put that person's liver out. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> it was big, <laughs> big motherfucking liver. Oh my god. I don't know what's. I don't know what was worse. Like the cutting open first, or the. Just sloshing around of the, the sloshing is pretty bad. I won't lie. Yeah. The <laughs> but I don't know. Like I've watched autopsy footage before. Mm-hmm. Again, I watched Jonathan Doe's carving the cadaver. Carving the cadaver. Yeah. And again, a uh, very good. Yeah. It's well very done. peaceful look at death. On I mean, very much a very peaceful look at death. For sure. For sure. That's for sure. But <laughs> that's for sure. But again, like in those in the in that footage. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. The the scalpel glides well, he, across. Yeah, but he makes reference to how shitty his scalpels are. Yes, which I, I, I let, let me get to that. <laughs> the scalpels in that, the, you know, they the, the glide across, and you're able to get in there pretty easily. Fucking Roscoe the embalmer is just like wah, 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 across the sternum. Yeah, and chest and stomach, and I'm like. This is fucking horrific. He also, like, fucking, <laughs> like, shits on him for using surgical twine. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's using. It's like, yarn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just uses fucking yarn. And, like, they'll always be like, uh, don't you want to put, like, some uh, stuffing in the cranium and stuff like that to remove the brain? I mean, I could. <laughs> but why would you? It's just a waste of time. God. And then, like, you get the other bomber, and he's like, fucking lazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> In that sense, the movie is funny because fun they're just fucking going back and forth, essentially being like, ah, fuck, fuck him. Roscoe's kind of a funny guy. Yeah. He comes off as kind of like one of those like 
hardened old men that you would meet like a grocery store, you know? Yeah. Just one of those real like fucking meaty knuckle guys. Yeah. With them furry eyebrows. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and them fuckers look like they could snap your neck in five seconds. True. Give you a piece of hard candy in the back lot. <laughs> you know, those motherfuckers. Dude, another thing too is anyone who works in the, the death business or the near-death business, mm-hmm. they have a sense of humor that's fucking dark. Yeah. Because like, there's a point where like, Someone he knows yeah. brings him a baby corpse to be worked on. Yeah, a fetus. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's, not, it's a fetus. not a fetus. It's a baby. It's a baby, and uh, it's an infant. I guess. Is yeah, an infant. It. And he's just like, "Why the fuck you bring him in this little shit? <laughs> the fuck you want me to do with this? Fuck. Why am I even gonna cut it open? It's a waste of goddamn time. Here, stuff some fucking cotton up its nose. Done. Yeah. And I'm just like, this motherfucker just flops this baby. Yeah. Onto this. Corpse. Like yeah, so another corpse. And just shoves fucking cotton up its nose in its mouth and it's like, here you go, put it in the coffin, done. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Yeah, Roscoe is uh And he calls the chick a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bitch. You wanna go out to the restaurant tonight or something? You wanna get some dinner? She's like, nah, I think I'm good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck was that interaction? And I will say I think one of the flaws with this release of Roscoe yeah. is the subtitles. I don't think they're inherently, like, translated properly. I think it's more like just a translation. And sometimes it's like, you know, you can't just directly translate because some things just don't cross over properly. Yeah. you got to kind of, like, you know, format it into the other language. Yeah. I do think some of the subtitles are just kind of, like, just directly translated and, like, kind of create some, like, incoherency. <laughs> yeah, which very much happens with certain editions of movies, too, yeah. because... Also, like in other languages, like some words don't they exist. just don't translate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just don't work. So you just kind of have to be like, ah. There's a few moments, like like the 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 sentence structure doesn't seem proper, doesn't seem right. You know, what yeah. I mean? and you're just like, ah, ugh, that's a little confusing. Yeah, which it, which what's fascinating is like also Sarasaki. Apparently, like he he speaks, of course, Japanese. Mm-hmm. A, a little bit of English. Yeah, he speaks decent English. And he's, I think, he, isn't he like pretty fluent in uh, I guess Spanish, so, but I, I was assuming that he had somebody with him who was fluent in Spanish. Okay. Because there's definitely two people there. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. So I assume the guy behind the camera was probably somebody working with Sirisaki. Yeah. And Sirisaki was probably... Taking pictures, yeah. Yeah, photographing stuff. Um, but... Yeah, it's fascinating. It's but. interesting. Like I said, it's very like there is like some fun stuff in it, but it's also just very somber. Yeah, like I said, this is a real stark look at a very impoverished town. You know what I mean? And I, I won't lie, when he when they do pull, you know, they show the the infant feed, uh, the infant, you know, corpse. It is a bit uh rough. <laughs> it's a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck. It's a, it's a bit like, whoa, okay, all right, we're going there that quick. All right, we're only like 10 minutes in. Yeah, it's like 10, <laughs> 15 minutes in, and it's like, oh, here's a dead baby. All right, we're hitting these lines. We're hitting dead baby lines. I didn't know we were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't ready for the dead baby. <laughs> Again, you're going to see some fucked up shit in this. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. This isn't like a walk in the park. No. It's gnarly. Like like I said, like to me, like the most gnarly thing goes just like the look at this town, man. Yeah. Like, this is... These people are fucked up. I mean, not yeah. fucked up in like a, they're fucked up. They're fucked up in like what I'm trying to say is like this place is like they're probably great people, but this place is fucked. You Co- know what I mean? Yeah, Colombia is uh, it's it, they're, they're in a bad place. It just shows you what prov- poverty does. It creates yeah. crime. Exactly, and on, on on top of that, like Colombia is just notorious. It's already notoriously violent. 
So these people have to just try to Survive, live a normal yeah. life. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It really is. Like to me, that was like some of the most disturbing things. Is the fact yeah. that they could just walk down the street and there's a fucking body. Yeah, you know, violently killed too. Yeah, you know, not just like just like oh, they dropped dead of a heart attack or something like no violent crimes. Yeah, you know what I mean, really violent deaths. Yeah, and like people banging on the side of the road. But mm. there's also a sense of real community too. At the same time, yeah. you know, everybody kind of knows everybody. Yeah. And it seems like in a lot of ways they try to take care of each other. Yeah, but it's very, very impoverished, very poor. Yeah, tough. <laughs> like honestly, one of the worst parts for me to watch was the the late uh, the lady with the uh, you know who's begging for change. Yeah, because like I don't know that that shit just, it just bothers me. It's sad. I hate seeing people in that predicament. It's very sad. You know, it's it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> Roscoe, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a spoiler, I guess, but like, I think it's pretty well known that he's no longer. Yeah, he he was older when the movie was made. He wasn't old though. No, he wasn't like. He's, we're not saying he's like. He wasn't like decrepit. No, um, I say probably like. He fifth, died of a hernia. Fifth, yeah, a he was complication. Fifties. Like yeah, probably fifties, sixties. He died of a complication from a hernia. Yeah, from lifting corpses. Yep. <laughs> So it's kind of ironic, almost poetic in a way, that he made his money, he made his living off death, and death killed him. Yep. <laughs> you know? That's and, like, to me, like, the saddest part of this whole thing and, like, the most somber moment of the documentary when they're like, Orozco was never embalmed, he doesn't even have a grave. Nope, he wasn't embalmed, didn't have a grave. And it seemed like a lot of people <laughs> didn't remember him. No, yeah. he had the one kid who really liked him. Yeah. He was like a mentor figure too. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, and like he dies kind of. I wouldn't say early, but like fairly early on in the movie. You know, yeah. like probably about an hour, hour ten in, something like that. Yeah. And there's they're just kind of wandering around like lost in a way. Yeah. After Roscoe dies, because well, like Sarasaki comes back to like film with Roscoe, Roscoe and he's like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like you know that's a realistic look at death too because it could yeah. just it can just happen. Yeah, because they film. They they come back to with him at one point after his surgery. Yeah, and he ends in the ho- he ended up in the hospital at one point. Yeah, yeah. But due to complications from surgery and stuff like that, he passed. Yeah, and uh, probably probably was a shock to the system for Sarasaki. Yeah, you show up to film your subject and they're just gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, well, fuck now, what do I do? You know? Yeah. And I'm in this shithole. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I'm in this hellhole of a world. You know? Yeah. Um, Roscoe is a hell world, man. Yeah. It really shows you like. You know, you want to talk about, like, you know, we're two idiots from East Tennessee. Yeah. Anytime we try to travel anywhere, mm-hmm. we get told, oh, you better be careful. Yeah. It's a rough part of town. You better yeah. be careful. It's like, you want to see what real rough looks like? Yeah. <laughs> this is really rough. I feel so bad for the people. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I hope at, at some point that, you know, Columbia can have some bit of peace. Yeah. But... Yeah. As right even as of right now, it's not looking hopeful. I mean, it's just like you look at anybody and you see like an old person in this town, and you just gotta be like, man, yeah, they've seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they have seen some shit. Again, it's like uh, Mexico right now is dealing with a lot of mm-hmm. shit. Like, again, I, I don't want to speak too much on it because, uh, you know, a lot of the people involved with the problem. Could potentially listen. All right, well, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've really fucking ran roughshod on that country. Yeah. And um, I forget the, the name of the country. It's in my mind. Um, it's not Sri Lanka. Nope. 
not, not, not Sri Lanka. Uh, you crying? <laughs> nope. It, it it's in South America. I watched something about it not South long ago. Of, the movie that can only be made in South America. <laughs> oh my where god! Life is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> fucking racist ad. Snuff. Yeah. What but, a fucking terrible movie, dude. God damn. But like this guy, like he somehow won presidency again. Yeah. And is like well, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Over like 20, 30 years, How he's the been hell president. How we all vote against him and he keeps winning? <laughs> it, that was the case. It was like 90 to 10 and he's still won. Yeah. So they're dealing with that. And there's like a lot of riots that happen because of it. And it's just not looking like a good situation. It's hard, man. It, it's a hard situation. And it's hard to see, you know, because like you might think you have it bad, but then you see somebody who really has it bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these people have it rough. Again, like... But some of them don't even know they have it rough, because oh, they don't know nothing else. Yeah. This is their life. This is what they've known their entire lives. Like, Well, again, that's like even like the area we live in. It's nowhere near as bad as this. Oh, fuck but, no. But like the area we live in, it's fucking... It's sketchy. It's super sketchy. It, meth runs rampant around here. There's a massive opioid problem yeah. in this area. And like, it's all... It's, but, like you look at it, and you're like, "Oh man, that's sketchy." But it's also just fucking sad. Yeah, it's very sad. That you wish all these people would be able to get help, mm-hmm. but sometimes the help doesn't come. Yeah, but ultimately, Roscoe, I think, is a is yeah. a really worth watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think out of all of them, this was definitely the one to probably seek out. Yeah, and I think you got to give it up to Massacre Video too. Oh yeah. Like you know, we've been known to give him a little bit of guff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And for a good reason, I feel like, you know. I mean, it's not because we don't like them. That's not the case. It's just like sometimes they don't they don't live up to what they're trying to do. Exactly. They, they but, don't hold their end of the bargain. But ultimately, sometimes. for the Western world, they introduced and brought, you know, introduced to some, brought to others. Yeah. You know, the ability to see... Uh, see us, uh, Kiyotaka Sarasaki's films, you yeah, know? and that's that's important. Oh, very much so. Um, yeah, it's it's you know very fascinating stuff. Um, yeah, Massacre does, did a great job by putting these out, and a lot of the other films they've put out, honestly, are good. Yeah, yeah, and like even like the stuff that isn't good, per se, like a lot of that stuff like would never see the light of the day. Yeah, if it wasn't for Massacre. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's like. You know, Kiyotaka's work could have been lost a time without Massacre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, at least not not seen by a more, I guess, the Western It made audience. it accessible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's a big deal. Because yeah. that's, like, a lot of this extreme stuff. It's like, people want to know, how do you get it? How do you see it? Yeah. And it's hard. Sometimes you really got to dig for this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when a company comes out and is like, well, here's Tumbling Doll Flesh on DVD. Yeah. You have to be appreciative of that. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, they've made something that is a part of the underground accessible. Yeah. You can just go online and buy it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. We went, we went up to North Carolina not too long ago. We went to see Gojira. Oh, God. Jesus Must Christ. just growled. <laughs> we went to Orbit, Orbit DVD. DVD. Yeah, which, very good store. Yeah, check them out. But seeing some of that stuff just, like, out in the open was mind-boggling. Yeah, it gives you a real appreciation for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, sitting on the shelf was Tumbling Doll Flesh and uh, Women's Flesh, My Red Guts. Yep. Wild. Which I don't know if there if the if the Kiyotaka stuff is in print anymore. I don't think it is. Orozco and uh, Junk. Tetro did a release of it as well. Yeah. Which um, it's also hell out of print. And at one point, Kiyotaka himself was selling a version of Orozco. Yep. So you know, came with uh, ca- like almost like trading card type stuff with his uh, photos. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I hope this stuff get, goes back into print because as soon as it does, I'm definitely going to get my hands on it for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, it's hard to say you had a good time with these movies because they are way they're more morbid. Rough. Yeah, they're very morbid and, and dark and fucked up. But at the same time, they are interesting. Yeah, we we all need to realize that we're all fucking sick. Yeah, <laughs> we're all fucking sick. We're all fucking sick. We're all morbid. Everybody's <laughs> sick. <laughs> We're all fucking morbid. Yeah. In our own ways. Like, people who are into true crime and stuff like that, right? It's like, just embrace it. Embrace the fact that you like this shit. Yeah, for sure. You don't I, have I to agree. hide that yeah, shit anymore. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, you should never feel like you have to be apologetic for shit you like. Yeah. You know, never feel like you have to, like, explain to somebody why you're into something. It's yeah. It's what you like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But, I guess I'll quit rambling. Quit rambling. I'm tired. It was, a, it was a rough night at work. Yeah. I feel like I didn't do the best job on this episode, so I do apologize, but it was a rough night. It, for for me as well, work was fucking not... Someone tried to fucking get rid of salad by putting it in the fucking sink tonight. <laughs> I'll wash the salad down the sink. It'll be all right. <laughs> it took so long for us to get it out. I don't want to talk about it no more. It makes me mad. <laughs> Door went locked. <laughs> So we had to like fix that shit. Oh, terrible! See, I work in retail. We're we're on the fast track to Christmas, and it's just miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the the banks that I uh, work at, they're bringing out the Christmas trees, which means there's gonna be glitter and shit all over the floor. It's beginning to look a lot like I'm gonna kill myself everywhere you go. If Christmas String is string myself with the holly in the tree <laughs> and blow my <laughs> if if this fucking if this year gets any fucking worse, and if next year's just as bad, if, if this I, year gets any worse, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> I'll end up in a fucking Sarasaki movie. Nah, you get traces of death. That's true. That's for true. <laughs> Brain damage is like I got this awesome footage. <laughs> also, and also for everyone listening, I'm, I'm fucking joking. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna do yeah. that. But it's it's, it's 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 a big meme. I have a bottle of pills that says I can make fun of it. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have my uh, suicide joke card sitting right over there. <laughs> but, so yeah, yep. thank you all for listening. Uh, it has been an interesting episode. Very interesting discussions over there on the next to you is what we're doing next week. The fuck is it? It's uh, it's a piece of paper. It says, uh, line up. It's right there, yeah. Line up, motherfuckers! <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was loud. Sorry. We just blow your own eardrums. <laughs> Fulci part one, postponed. <laughs> You're supposed to read that part. <laughs> what I'm seeing next is uh, definitely not happening. Oh. Oh, well, move on from that then. War is hell too? Oh, shit, is that next? That's what it says. Well, next week, everybody... Recently, we had a question. Yeah. Someone was like, you've not covered Solid 120 Days of Sodom. Mm -hmm. That's strange. That's a big deal movie in the underground. When are you going to cover Solid 120 Days of Sodom? Well, <laughs> here we go. We're, we're covering Solo, <laughs> the 120 Days of Sodom. But we're also going to be covering two other movies with it. We are. I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are? Nope. <laughs> uh, we're covering two movies that might surprise some people, and maybe not some others. Okay. What are they? Enlighten me. Jacob's Ladder. Ooh. Okay. And Full Metal Jacket. Ooh. Yep. I was just quoting Full Metal Jacket the other day. Yep. So we're going to be watching 
movies that show us how this rough is my war. Rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This is for fun. It's also a very interesting episode because it's like showing like war itself in Full Metal Jacket, showing the aftermath of war in uh, Jacob's Ladder, and then showing the war crimes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, fun, fun episode. Yep, that's next, I, I everybody. Love, I love Full Metal Jacket, so I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that's rewatching that. It's fucking awesome. Is this the first time we're covering Kubrick? Have we done Clockwork Orange? I don't think we've mm-hmm. done Clockwork Orange. Yeah, this is our first Kubrick. Yep. Well, shit the bed. We're Which covering is... a real fucking Arturo next week. Yeah. And uh, pr- probably uh, probably end up covering him again, for sure. Oh, for sure. With um, probably two other movies. Yeah, and I would say the episode after that will probably be our Christmas special. Yep. Which we got to get with him so we can discuss how we're going to do that since now we haven't figured it out. And he's probably going to hear this before we actually talk to him. Yes. So the person who knows who this is about. Yes. We know how we're recording this now and we'll get to you soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. And we will schedule it so we can record it. We also hope the fucking movies get here. If not, we'll just stream them. Yeah. It'll be okay. I kind of want to watch them on my phone. Well, these movies, it's probably not a, the, the worst thing in the world to have to do to watch it on your phone, not oh, the big screen. I know. But at the same time, it just a bunch of like... <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> wow. Wow. A bunch of... <laughs> More spoilers, John! <laughs> no. Wait, what? I'm throwing them off the trail now. Oh, okay. <laughs> now they don't know what I'm talking about. All right. All right. Oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. A little bit of, oh, yeah. <laughs> Questions, of, comments, and concerns can be sent to sitcomcinema at gmail.com. A little bit of, uh, a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of, hello. <laughs> We're fucking idiots. Anyways, I know. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can wait to the week of the episode and we'll post a lovely little picture saying we are taking questions. You can ask away in the comment section below. Yes. Oh, I burped. I'm sorry. Jesus. Anything else we need to discuss? I don't think so. I think we've kind of covered everything. Uh, again, always shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you all. And shout out to our, our boy Jason for the theme song. Yeah, always. Yeah, fucking... It never fails to impress me every time I listen to it. It's fucking an amazing song. Um, yeah, but thank you all so much for listening. Um, it, me- it means the world to us. Oh, absolutely. To have people fucking interact with us it's about the show. It's fucking wild. Go oh, goddamn. We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. Damn. So anyways. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all. You're great. Yes. And we will see you next time when we discuss a movie that has been... In the making for a while, basically. You know? yeah, <laughs> Since a, the beginning of this show, it's been a film that we probably should have covered. <laughs> Pro- probably sooner, but we saved it. We saved it. With We saved it. Itself is a really good movie. But we saved it with some other two fu- two fucking classics as well. Yeah. So so I, ho- I hope you're all looking forward to that. I'm sort of. Hopefully yeah. I'm feeling better next time. <laughs> I feel yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to Christmas, to be honest with you. Fuck Christmas. I'm John. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick. On On cinema. 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 They eat the poo-poo. Poo-poo. They have poop on platters and solid underwear. They saw them. <laughs> 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 they they remove the cloche. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
the poo poo. <laughs> the shit. <laughs>